2014. Was it a good year for film? And what are our top five movies of the year? I'm Mike. I'm Darren. And this is Popscore. Popscorn, this is the Foul Entertainment Movie Podcast, and today we're going to be reviewing the year in whole, the year that was, 2014. And with me, we have Darren Guthridge as usual. Very much in the whole. <laughs> On the whole, it feels good, much like Preparation H. <laughs> I do apologize if I sound a little bit hoarse this episode, by the way. I have uh, come down with a little bit of a cold, a little bit of a sore throat, I've tried to get over it, I've not stopped drinking Lemsip all day, so hopefully that's worked. Feeling a bit hoarse, are we? bit hoarse. <laughs> yes, I, I was actually uh, watching Bojack Horseman, so there is no no irony there. But yeah, 2014's been a bit of a, there, start again, bit of a weird year for film. Well, we all know what next year's bringing. Oh yeah, year that's, is... that, that's all that this year was. 2014, I, I think I put this in one of the articles on the website, that 2014 was the trailer for 2015. It really was. We're just, this is very much the FA Cup semi-final of years. It's it can still be exciting, but it's it's not really, you know... It, it had its fair share of good movies, but a lot of it was meaningless filler and fat. Nothing really felt monumental this year. No. The thing that we've enjoyed was kind of... That was good. There was nothing I watched that was really all that game-changing, I don't think. But, that being said, I still think, on the whole... Well, we might not have had anything that really smashed out of the park, changed you know, the world of film, I still think... What's been good was very good. There was a nice line of consistency. Very little that was truly terrible. Well, there were a few examples of truly terrible. Oh, there's a few examples every year. But I mean, uh, we've explored that in both of our articles, which is good. Yes, which you can find. Mine is on my website. Oh, we're not plugging until the end of the episode. Plug, plug. Okay, fine. Go ahead and find the uh, top ten, no, top five worst movies over at our blog. You know where that is. A little plug. Little plug. Um, Okay, now the plan is for now. We're going to go through the year chronologically. Yep. And we're going to finish with our top five, individual top five lists. Yeah, sure. Um, of what we like this year. That's 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 the thing. Like, obviously, we were going to do a site top five because we did a site bottom five that mm-hmm. I penned. Uh, ironically, so it wasn't for the site. No. Whatever. I'm the only person writing on there at the minute, so, you know, it may as well be mine. Well, you can write that up. I've already written mine up. Gutridland.co.uk. Um, so, really... Kind of fathom out a joint top five is going to cause more arguments than not. Yeah. So we're just going to give you our two individual ones, but we're going to cover a lot more ground with this list, starting, as we usually do, with January. Yeah, most years is, tend to. As really. is tradition. I hope they keep it up next year. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the first movie I watched this year was The Raid 2. Oh, wow. Ooh. Um did you see The Raid 2? I did see The Raid 2. We need to figure out a shorthand way of saying, have you seen this movie? Yeah, sure. So we need to figure out like a point system or a, a wink <laughs> or a kind of hand gesture to say, have you seen this movie? What's the initials of have you seen this movie? That would take far much H-Y- more time to figure out S- than it would, T-M. you know. Hisamit. 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 Okay. Uh, so yeah, The Raid 2. Hisamit. Yes, Hisamit. Hisamit. Um, what did you think? Loved it. I think it was brilliant. In comparison to the first one. Oh, okay. It, you can tell it definitely tried to up the game from the first one. Um, and some of the fights are incredible. Like, most of the fights in Raid 2 are incredible. 
like absolutely groundbreaking. I love the two claw hammer fights. I love the baseball bat fights. Um, I kind of feel like the plot dimmed a little bit compared to the first one. It wasn't as 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 a straight edge. As the, the first one was very tightly packed and it kind of needed to be tightly packed just due to the mm-hmm. the setting of the first one. But the second one really brings you back and it feels much more Hollywood even though it isn't Hollywood if you get what no. I mean. I, I think... I still prefer the first one, I think. I, I, I'll i be honest, I, I could take either or. I think even if you show them back to back, I'll be like, that that's great, that works, thank you. I, I think the money allowed them to do better fight scenes, I'd say. Maybe not something on the level of the one in the original with... The I can never remember his name. The crazy guy versus the two brothers. Okay. And the crazy guy basically wins and they have to cheat. Yeah. Um, now is the crazy guy also in the raid too? Because I swear that there must be twins or something. Because the crazy guy in this one looks identical to the crazy guy in the first one. I will be perfectly honest with you. Yes. Plot wise, not really something I was paying attention to. I kind of went to the raid too just for the fight because people were like, "Oh my god, dude, the fights are incredible." So, plot details. I'm going to be a little bit skimpy on when it okay. comes to the raid because I just enjoyed it for its balls Let to the wall action. Let me just have a quick look. I, I, I think, yeah, the money helped it in certain ways, but it also, it, it, you, you are right, it's a much tighter movie the first time round because they didn't have the budget. It forced their hand more to, yeah, you know, keep everything in-house, keep the fight, fight scenes dense and packed. So, still probably one of the better action movies we had this year. Oh, God, yeah, definitely. In terms of straight action movie, there was no... Pissing about with anything, um, there was no. They tried to put a plot in there that sometimes felt a little bit like it doesn't really need this much plot. But yeah, you know, you only go into the raid to watch awesome fights. Exactly, and that's what it delivered, and it was a great film. I really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, it was also outdone for the best fight scene of the year um, by the next movie I saw in January, which has one of the best fight scenes of the year. I'm repeating myself. Yeah. Which, now, the Americans got this in the December, so it's not turned up on any of their endings, but we actually got The Wolf of Wall Street in January. We did. Which I forgot about. I forgot that was this year. Um, and I'm, of course, referring to the fight they have in the kitchen when it's Sean Hill versus... Oh, yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. I was there. I was with you. Was you? Yes. Did we watch it together? We did watch it together. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, now, I have problems with The Wolf of Wall Street. Really? I, I did put it on my top ten. I was going to say. But you'll understand this better than most people. Okay, go on. Being a media person, you can't help but analyse everything. So, oh, yeah, obviously, obviously. So when things don't fit into your usual parameters, you have struggles. Now, here's the question that, will, that I always struggle with. What is the moral of The Wolf of Wall Street? I think the point is that it doesn't really have a moral. But it has to have a moral. It doesn't have to no, have a moral. all stories have to have a moral. Do they? They do to work. Go on, then. No, but that's what I'm saying. No, no, go, go on. Explain, say, like... I don't know, Old Boy. What's the moral of Old I've Boy? I've never seen Old Boy. Okay, that's a bad choice. Um, what's the moral of Dumb and Dumber? Dumb and Dumber is that friendship powers you through any situation. That You know, they, they have each other, and they don't need anybody else. As sound by the end, when the, the bus pulls up, and, you know, they were fighting over um, Swanson Knight, but they, they decided that they're better than the one girl and they're going to be friends together. It's friendship is the moral of Dumb and Dumber. I suppose you could then say that the moral for Wolf of Wall Street is sort of like determination and drive uh, can thrive even in the face of complete idiocy. No, 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 no. Right, this is, the, this is my problem. Okay. Dumb and Dumber has a very, very vague moral point that you have to go searching for. But in the back of your head, you know it's there. Comedies can kind of be fast and loose with morals. But anyway... 
Here's the thing. Right, here's, here's what happened at the end of the movie. <coughs> I think I know where you're going with it. There, there is a cut-off point they could have had where I would have been satisfied and thought, right, that's fine. When he went to jail, yeah. if they'd finished there, I'd be like, right, well, that's just the moral story. Don't be a dick and you won't go to jail. That's the moral. You know, because at that point, he's lost his mo- wife, his kid don't want nothing to do with him, he's losing all his money because of the tax fraud. He's fucked. Hang on. Mm. We're missing the point. So, say the movie ended there. Yes, the, the, the plot, would, the moral would then be, don't be a dick, you'll go to jail, or something along those lines. Yes. Surely the pl- the moral then, because at the point where the movie does end, where he's doing the seminar. Yes. Surely the the moral is sort of like recoup and rebuild. You know, even if you lose no, everything, you can build up again. but he was still doing it through his dickish means. He was still going back to That's what made all him he a knows. dickhole. That's no, all but, he knows. Right. If they hadn't had that seminar, I would have been okay with it. It's just the fact that it was like nothing bad happened to him. Because they also show in jail that he was just playing tennis every day. Nothing bad happened to him other than losing his wife and kid. At the end of that movie. There's the moral, the system is morally wrong, really? I don't know. Because that, that guy had everything handed to him. On, well, he didn't have everything handed to him, but he played the system incredibly well. So maybe the moral is, play the system and reap your own benefits. I don't know. I think if I sat and watched it's it a several, poor moral several, either several way. times, I still put it on my top ten. It oh, was gosh, number yeah. ten. So it just scraped on there, because I do agree that the performances are really good. It's probably the year's... Uh, was it the year's most iconic movie? Um, in terms of like because uh, for the first part of this year it was all anybody could talk about was The Wolf of Wall Street oh yeah it's had a very far reaching impact I think um, how the hell he didn't win the Oscar I'll, I'll never know uh, do, because, fair they, because of Raspy McCann uh, right again we're going to leave McCann here I'm just saying because <laughs> I haven't seen what do you mean the Dallas, Buyers, Dallas Club. Buyers Club so I can't comment but he was on that was his best performance I've ever seen Leo I love that film it is awesome um Okay, that was January. Two movies. <laughs> Two movies, great. Uh, trust me, it's going to get even slim pickings when we get into February. My. Um, we've got something I guarantee is both uh, on both their top five lists. The Lego Movie. Loved this so, so, so much. Great, genuinely one of the best comedies, best animations, best use of Lego in any sort of form. Absolutely adored it. Absolutely adored this movie. <laughs> if you've not seen it, why? Why have you not seen this movie? This movie is perfect for everybody. So good. Considering that they had no expectations. People were like, they're making a movie out of Lego. Oh, that's great. What Lego? No, no, just Lego. Just Lego. Yeah, yeah, just just the franchise. Well, this is going to bomb. And then what do they do? They get the writers from... Oh, Bugger, what have they done? Do they do the Jump Street movies? Yes, they did. They did. They get the writers from the Jump Street movies and they make something incredible. These guys have now been handed the keys to animated Spider-Man. And rightfully so. Love this. On the big screen? Hell yeah. No. Yeah. They're not doing animated Spider-Man. Sony is just picking at straws right now because they don't want to hand the rights back, so they've got the guys from Lego Movie in to handle animated Spider-Man. But back to the Lego Movie, a genuine triumph of of CG animation paired with stop motion because both were blended very, 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 very well. The aesthetic was solid. Even the live action, se- live action segments, rather, which I'm not going to spoil for you, in case you haven't seen it, which you have no excuse to have not seen it, um, are done very well. I suppose it passes your parameters. It does have a very clear moral. Yeah. yeah. Don't be Will Ferrell. Don't be Will Ferrell, yeah. Don't be controlling and don't make, um, you know... Don't restrict restrict creativity. The moral moral. was there, but the moral was also lost in that they were saying, like, you shouldn't have to buy, you know, buy these exact sets and build exactly as they're told to do. You should be able to create freedom. And then they please sold buy the... the Lego Movie toys that <laughs> yeah. come exactly as they. 
no assembly required. So there was a model, but if you, you dig deeper, it scratched just slightly beneath the surface, it all unravels. Um, yeah, you're very right. It was what other animated? Did I see any other animated movies? This year? I think the only other good one was Hedge Train Your Dragon Two. I didn't see that. I didn't see it either. But that's <laughs> reportedly excellent. <laughs> so we never know. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was there was very little to not like about the Lego Movie. Oh, there was Mr. Peabody and Sherman this month as well, which. That's such an American thing, I just didn't give it any time at all. I've never heard of people. I only know them from Family Guy throwaway mm. jokes. Um, That's all I know them from, because it's just... Oh, and The Simpsons as well. Quiet, you. That that was The Simpsons, when uh, Kang and Kodos turned into them. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, hang on a moment. Yeah, the guy who played the Mad Dog in the first raid was indeed in the raid too, just as another person. Yeah, weird. I was going to say, he had his head pretty much taken off. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know what more you could say about the Lego move that hasn't already been said. The start of the year of Pratt. Yeah. Um, the year of Pratt. I love that title. Did so, Batman was so well, he's leapfrogged the sequel. Yep. Which it seems a bit odd, but, um, you oh, know, oh, all aboard the Batman Fair play to Will Arnett, who seems to be coming into his own this year as well. I really like Will Arnett. Really? Yeah. I've always liked Will Arnett. Ever since Blades of Glory, I like Will oh, Arnett. Okay. Oh, since Blades of Glory. Okay, fair enough. Um, Not that a fan of that. Really? Yeah. What, a Blades of Glory or Will Arnett? Blades of Glory. You're an idiot. Fuck you. That was when Will Ferrell was still on fire and still smashing everything at the park. Hey, Anchorman 2 wasn't that bad. I agree. Okay, um, it's just it, it it has one flaw, which it has what's his face in it. Yeah. What is his name? Napoleon Dynamite guy. Yes. Screw that guy. Uh, what is next? So we didn't see Royal World Cup. I did. Oh, did you? Do you want to talk about it? It's awful. There we go. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll expand a little bit more on that. It's hollow. I think it's like whereas the original. Are you trying to make a pun? Not really. Okay. Whereas the original kind of felt more visceral and gritty, and it tread the, it treads the fine line between horribly gritty and cartoonishly stupid. Right. That it makes it such a good sci-fi movie, whereas the sequel plays everything too straight-faced, and it's just a bit. And I heard it was quite Samuel L. Jackson could not save this movie. Samuel L. Jackson wasn't what's naming it as well. Uh, Keaton. Yes. Keaton could not save this I movie. He was just joyless. Yeah, was just like oh, it's it wasn't fun. Serious. And the Ed Two Hundred Nine so, is all rubbish. Okay, um, it, it was just so bad. There was one scene, like, and I said this in in my article. There's one scene where you see the true extent of uh, Alex Mercer's damage, and you just can't. It comes out of nowhere. It's just like this. It's not gore, but okay. I don't mind spoiling this because this is like a crap movie. Thank you. When they cut back to show how much of Alex Mercer is left, it's basically just brain and face, most of this. The back of the head is sort of hollowed out. And then it's like his lungs and his hand, and they're all suspended. And it's kind of like, you kind of go, ooh, I didn't expect that because this movie's been so fucking tame. And then they do that. And that's the only interesting part. That lasts all of about three minutes. Lovely. The rest of the runtime is boring as fuck. Okay. Terrible film. Yeah, we're going to go on to another terrible movie. Yep. One that you didn't see, no. but I did, uh, that I really need to talk about, because the funniest movie I saw all year, <laughs> hands down, in terms of laugh per minute, was 300 Rise of an Empire. <laughs> and people might think I'm being facetious, or I'm just making it up. That No, genuinely, I haven't laughed at a movie as hard as I laughed at this train wreck. This just unstoppable bad idea. <laughs> Basically... This is the equivalent of, right, let's say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was terrible. Yeah. If it was happening at the same time as the Avengers. So, they all just keep telling you that the Avengers are off in New York doing something. You know what this is? This is what I wrote on my worst films. 
This is the Avengers from War Machine's point of view. <laughs> of War Machine being somewhere else completely and going, nah, they're probably not doing much over in New York. Nah, Tony would have phoned me. Now, I'm sure there's something quite dull like that. Here's my cool adventure. Yeah. <laughs> because all the way through this movie, they keep referencing the other battle that is happening simultaneously, like, over there. And they keep going, oh, no, the Spartans will be winning. Don't worry about it. And they just keep pointing out that you could be watching the much better movie. I love 300. It is one of my... I wouldn't even say it's a guilty pleasure, because I don't even think it's, like, so bad. It's good. I adore that movie. I prefer it to Gladiator. it is much more my type of movie than Gladiator is Um, but yeah they keep referencing the the better movie and but then keep going we could ask the Spartans but we're not going to ask the Spartans basically they make themselves out to be like worthless because they're not Spartans and then you'd think well go and fight but he only took 300 there are other Spartans available and no no that's cool (laughs) other Spartans are available (laughs) like like (laughs) side We don't, we don't want to trouble them now. Um, and then, like, a few characters... Oh, what they do to Xerxes is amazing. <laughs> they take this somebody who is, like, otherworldly. Not terror... Xerxes isn't terrifying. He's kind of ridiculous, but that's the point of Xerxes. Yeah. He's meant to be ridiculous, but he's intimidating at least. He's cute. What, what instead happens... <laughs> See? Right, let's spend the first bit of him explaining that Xerxes is a bitch... And the woman in it... Oh, what's her name? The actress. The main actress in... Um, Eva, uh, Eva Green? Eva Green, yeah. Eva Green is basically the badass that has to whip Xerxes into shape, right? And he goes off into this mystical land and he's like all... He's like tiny and it's the actual actor who plays Xerxes but he's all like small yeah. and like... He's a bit of a bitch and he's crying over his dad being dead. <laughs> Daddy's dead. <laughs> and he finds these monks and these monks go, go into the golden pool. And he's like... Okay, and he walks in all like, and then like his head goes under, and then he comes out and he's Xerxes and he's bollock naked. He's like this, he's now eight foot tall. It reminded me so much of the bit in Simpsons where <coughs> Principal Skinner walks across the river and he says, <laughs> even down to the musical cues, it's the same thing. Right, so then Xerxes is a bitch, and you see him be a bitch all the way through the movie because Eva Green's more powerful and more forthright. Then you have some like weird dude who's in charge of... I can't remember who they were, <laughs> what the tribe was. The non-Spartans, the shitty blue Spartans. The knockoff, the, the Spartans. Yeah, yeah, the Spartans, right. <laughs> Sports Direct. <laughs> All of them are called Bort. Bort Spartan. <laughs> so Bort Spartan, lead Bort Spartan. Bort Spartan. Um, he has to go and... Right, basically, it's a sh- they're setting up for the ship battle. Because that 300 didn't have ships. No. They need ships, but didn't have ships. Well, you saw them crash. Anyway. So the tagline for that review would have been a load of old ships. Because anyway. apparently these, the, the, the Bort Sporton and his Spartans are quite good at sea. And so are the Persians. They're all good at sea. So they start having a fight. <laughs> then it leads to, right, basically the Spartans in rowboats figure out reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, is it... Re- yeah, they are... Okay, you can reverse in they a thing. They figure out reverse. They figure out reverse in ships that can't go backwards. They haven't got oars. There is something... I think they're like sailboats. <laughs> and they figure out reverse. <laughs> just so one bloke with a big fuck-off fan. Basically, what happens is, right, they're all they're going to attack the Persians. All of a sudden, all of the, the Spartans reverse into this canyon. And they go into a mist that Storm has just magic the fuck up, right? And then, so the Persians, being quite stupid, follow the Spartans into the ravine... 
and then the mist dissipates magically and they realise they're going into a canyon. Somehow they've managed to reverse park the sporting boat <laughs> out of the way of this ravine and then comes the best line of the year where the, the lead Persian just turns around and goes, rocks! Like it is the most dramatic problem that has ever happened. <laughs> rock. In his head, he thought, this is going to be my moment as an actor. I'm going to nail this rocks. It's going to be <laughs> rocks. Anyway... Bought Sport and Aston then go to Eva Green because he knows he's going to lose. They know they're going to lose because they're such bitches. And, and and he has sex with Eva Green in like the weirdest sex scene ever where they're like, they hate each other. They've been killing each other for weeks. And then it's just like, and now we shall fuck. <laughs> and then they're just banging. And then Me and just, you, baby. <laughs> it's just, and then, and, then, and then they stop fucking. And then they start... Insulting each other, then he fucks back off to his boat. So essentially, it's it's a non-musical version of Fairy Tale New York. Yes, very Christmassy, Michael. Yeah, point. And then right at the climax. Wait, no, the other climax of the movie <laughs> of the movie. They're going to lose, and then all of a sudden, up turns the Spartans. The Spartans have turned up. The Xerxes' wife, not Xerxes, uh, Leonidas' wife is now commanding the Spartan army and they absolutely muller the Persians in about five minutes, dead. Um, it's kind of like, basically they are the Millennium Falcon of, of you know, at yeah. the end of New Hope, the, the brought sport and he's going to die and then all of a sudden, Deus Ex Machima rolls in in his boat. <laughs> that could actually be a Spartan. Name. It could be, yeah. Uh, Deus Machima. <laughs> Rolling, absolutely annihilate the Persians and then it's done. So I was like, this is just 300, like, Spartan-loving, but without the Spartans. Spart- I'm sure Spartan-loving might be a, knock- a knock-off, Probably. an X-rated knock-off. But again, it's just, like, War Machine's point of view. Like, wouldn't it be cool if I was there? Oh, that'd be so cool if Tony was here and and, and, and Steve was here and, and, and Bruce was here. And, and War Machine's like, what about Falcons doing? <laughs> he'll, he'll be down. Uh, yeah, Falcon. Oh, you don't want to complain? Oh, that's that's cool. No, that's I'll just, I'll just wait here. Yeah, okay. I, I have my own adventures, you know. They're really cool, they're boats. <sighs> it's making up for it in Avengers 2, because he's actually in that one. Yeah. See, I really can't hate this movie, even though I made it, it was the worst movie I saw all year. I can't say it wasn't that. But it was so fun. I had My brother had to punch me several times from my just non-stop rampant hysteria <laughs> of just how bad this movie was so I can't even hate it all that much wow I've spent more time thinking about the plot of 300 Rival Empire than they did yep um, okay next let's up let's move on shall we what else did I watch in this month uh, probably not a lot I mean there were a couple of half decent movies that came out like apparently Neighbours wasn't a bad well oh, Bad Neighbours I saw Neighbours yeah Neighbours was um, that nearly made my top 10 list it was Charlotte Zac Efron you're not like the rest of the you know high school musical cast has actually gone on to be Funny, not, uh, funny. Not he's not quite sweet, Chani T. Yeah, no, he's not the white. He's not the great the white hope, hope yet. But you know, he was decent. This movie, he brought that. He was funny. He was he was charming. He was a good uh, bad guy. From, I mean, I've seen clips, and from the clips I've seen, it does kind of change your light to him because he's not all high school musical. No. He does actually act, which is great. It's can, good for can. an actor, really. It's it's a useful trait to have. Yeah. Um. Someone should tell Joe Courtney. Oh. <laughs> no one will ever tell Joe Courtney. No, no. Or Sam Webberton. Um. So. Give me the blandest white guy you have. No, so that's too bland. <laughs> I need the biggest bird you have. No, that's too big. Um, <laughs> no, Neighbours was good. He wasn't. He wasn't anything revolutionary. Not comedy really failed this year to really 
Apart from Lego, apart from Lego Movie, Lego Movie was very funny. There were there were movies that had comedy in them. That there was no straight comedy that was like. I can watch this again in the year and still. Well, we, we discussed this. What we do in the shadows. I mean, we'll come to that later on. But what we do in the shadows was like that, and uh, you know, that was a straight comedy. And I don't think it's in any of our lists. No, no, it isn't. It, okay, it we'll okay. spoil that for you then. Right it then. Was just uh, okay. So well, what else came out in March? Uh, March. What were we in? Right, like, Muppets. Most Wanted. Yeah, it was okay. It's all right. Not, not as good as the Nowhere first one. Nowhere near as good as the I first think one. it didn't have Jason Siegel's love, and you can kind no. of tell that it was. It, it, it hit the same beats, but it now just feels like. Yeah. When you saw The Muppets, the first one, you were like, well, this is the resurgence now. We are." And there's less of Walter's story, which I... I really enjoyed Walter's story in the first one. Oh, there's no, less I could have done without that. Oh, I the like makeshift that. Muppet. I like no. that. It was good. Okay. Well, that, that weren't for me, really. But if it's for you, I suppose. Um, no, it didn't really feel like the, the, they carried the momentum yeah. through. music wasn't as good as well. It just feels like, oh, now we just can have Muppets movies again and no one's going to really care. Yeah. Didn't well, really... Basically, what, what, did it, what we're saying is that this is sort of like... This was Muppets Take Manhattan. We're still waiting for another Muppet Treasure Island or Muppet Christmas Carol, is what you're saying. Yeah, it didn't really feel as... It wasn't heartfelt. Yeah. It was actually like an actual movie happened. Actually, no, this is more like Muppets in Space because it's just the one that everyone can just skip over. Oh, well, no, it's not saying it was bad. It oh, no, no, no. It was, it was no, fine. There is no bad Muppet movie, but, but there are the, the lesser first, Muppet yeah. movies. The first Muppet movie had so much heart and so much, like... You felt so good afterwards. You were like, I completely forgot about the Muppets in here. Awesome they Excuse are. me. Um... Did you watch Need for Speed? <sighs> no. <laughs> I did, because my brother was a massive Breaking Bad fan. I am too, but I wasn't at the time. I don't know what. I have seen Isn't this yeah. the Need for Speed movie that basically just didn't didn't work on the plot at all? It was just, here's some Need for Speed, here's some cars. They tried to have a plot, but... Oh, this is the problem. The games don't have a plot. Well, they do, but they don't try hard. Need for Speed Most Wanted is an excellent game. Are we talking about the original or the Criterion The version? original one. Okay, fair enough. Where the bell end turns up, steals your BMW, then you have to work your way up to get your BMW back, and then that game is awesome. Basically no, 50 Cent Blood on the Sand, unless it was, uh, yes. unless it's done in Cars. Uh-huh. Um, Bitch, where's my score? What was I hate that name? game. Aaron Paul. Yeah, Aaron Paul, I always suspected that he was a good actor, but he wasn't a great actor. And a lot of people on Breaking Bad kind of pulled him through, and he kind of just, flew under the radar a little bit of like you know there's some actors you think in break but you've put him in something else you're going to find him out you wouldn't say you did a bad film it was very bland very forgettable of a movie uh, right the only other thing that came out in March something we will need to talk about yes. is of course the first Marvel movie of the year came yep. out and it was The Captain The Captain sending us out with a big old swing of that bat he's American he's a yes, he place clean out the park no doubt about it Winter Soldier amazing Awesome. Genuinely one of the best films. Game changing. Like, on, like in terms of Marvel. I'd say, hmm, yeah, top, definitely one of the top five movies they've made. In terms Easy. of impact, huge. The yeah. Hydra shit. Yeah, it's it's big. It made it made an impact on the whole universe. Hang on, when did Thor come out? Was that last year? Thor was last year. Yes. Thought it was, yeah. No, Cap, Cap brought the thunder because obviously we had Thor and that, as we've discussed, Thor has the problem of being the formulaic Marvel movie whereas there's still kind of an essence of formula in in Winter Soldier but because there was less of a precedent for Cap to impress it impressed even more oh. so it's kind of like everyone's like okay we're all wait, we're all excited for Iron Man 3 because we love Iron Man and it's shit oh right okay now what we're going to do oh well Thor's coming next he's he's pretty cool and it's it's okay right what have we got left Captain America oh go on then holy crap and it just it's 
so good. It's so, so good. The action is much better. Much, much better than... I mean, it, it topped Thor for action, and Thor has the magical side of things mm -hmm. and can do flying and thunder and lightning and shit like that. Cap can only rely on his fists and... You know, flying uh, like Andy. Well, not not flying. You know what I mean. But like Falcon Andy's has the poorly things. defined set of powers. <laughs> yes, it's poorly defined. Just sort super of... jumping, <laughs> super <laughs> crashing. Um, no, I super jumping off of things. <laughs> I don't think it was as formulaic as, as you may make it. it Maybe it hits similar beats that you could probably. It mainly comes when it comes down to doing with Bucky. But then again, but, but the, it... the Bucky problem is that we already we knew. already if we went into that not knowing. I think you could have picked it up from the promotional period if you paid any attention. Oh, that gotcha. Sebastian Stan was in it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he had no reason to be in other than flashbacks, you would think. Um, and the hide none of us saw the Hydra shit coming. Oh, no, no, no. It Nobody. Excellent. All of the way through the... And the name drop for Stephen Strange as well. Great stuff. Just a lot of good things happened in that movie. Um, yeah, again, Probably one of the better performances from Scarlett Johansson as uh, Black Widow. Really well. good in that movie. Really good. Falcon was all. Falcon Falcon's was awesome. Fantastic. That's what you used to tell people. Was it good? Falcon was awesome. Yeah. Um, they even managed to crowbar in a really cool admin Zola that nodded towards his like original yeah, guy with yeah. the camera on top of the screen. That was awesome. Um, I think the only disappointing thing was the plan was apparently they were going to reveal Robert Redford as the Red Skull. I would have been okay with that. I would have been uh, absolutely like, fine with it. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot of hope now. That This is what is keeping my faith for Civil War. Because it's the Russo's brothers are back for Civil War. They are. Okay. So Russo brothers are also locked into Avengers Infinity War Part 1. What, Whedon isn't doing it. Whedon might be doing Part 2. Mm, okay. I, I'm okay because at the moment... I mean, we'll come to talking about James Gunn later on, but certainly in terms of delivering the action with an ensemble uh, of defined characters. They very much juggled a very big cast. They did. Quite easily. Um, Whereas obviously, we'll talk about James Gunn and Guardians later on, but, but Winter Soldier really did deliver, um, had very little expectations other than to be good and make sure we get to Avengers 2, but did so much to change the landscape, not only for, um, how do I put it? Well, I was going to say not only for for superhero movies. I guess for superhero movies that don't have, say like, magic or otherworldly stuff or anything like that to fall back on, it basically picked up the slack that Iron Man left behind. Because Iron Man was disappointing and Cat yes. made it better. Okay. Now we need to move on to another superhero movie we're probably not going to be as high on. Yeah, probably not. Uh, this is in April. Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. No. I think... This movie has been done a little bit of a disservice. Because people are making it out to be an utter useless piece of crap. Oh, no, no, no. No, it's not. And I think there is a lot... Don't, don't Overall, it still made my top ten list. So It, it made my bottom five, but it was at five, so... I, I yeah, overlooked no. a lot of things that, that were a bit painful, but I think... I think this movie gets worse on repeated watches. Whereas, like, the first time you come out of the, out of the cinema, you're kind of like... That was all right. You that was it. serviceable. I did watch it a second time, and, and a lot more problems came to the forefront. But I think I think it's really disappointing now that it seems we might not be getting Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man three. Probably not. No. Because in terms of the one thing it did get is set up for a sequel. Oh yeah, definitely. perfect. Green Goblin was awesome. Yeah, I liked Green. I'm Goblin. not Dane DeHannon. Dane DeHaan, yeah. Mm. I'm not his biggest fan. He was cool in Chronicle, but he. Uh, <coughs> kind, of, kind of a bit negative and he was a bit weird as Harry and a bit, you know... Um... Yeah, I didn't enjoy his 
It's Harry Osborne. Yeah, I didn't enjoy Harry, but his Goblin was great. His Goblin was fantastic. He was only on screen for about five minutes, and he was ten times better than and William Defoe ever managed. And I liked William Defoe. Yeah, I, 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 I still was, enjoy William Defoe as, uh, but, as Goblin. In terms of like nailing that Goblin, evil calculator, they pull no punch with Gwen Stacy. No, everyone expects him to like. Oh, I'm okay now. <laughs> no, you no. saw her. Head. No, if anything, it was more um, violent than the comic death. Yeah, because she like smacks her head on the floor. It's it's that, but it's where the um. We should probably flag. Is it, it's too late for a spoiler alert. I'm Before we give, just take it for gospel. After the spoiler, there will be spoilers. Okay, fair enough. Um, so in the comics, obviously, we know that the the web lands on a foot, yeah. and that sends like one huge shock down a body. So it would have just gone boom like that. Yeah. The movie goes straight for the back. Yeah. Like, it lands here and she goes, Oh, It's like a bad wrestling move. Yeah, it is. Now, there was... That was... Probably... Like a meaty accordion. In terms of, like... Atmospheres in a cinema, that generated the best one of the year because... Oh, yeah. Everybody went silent. Every, there was no, like... <laughs> Everyone just went... You could hear the yeah. air just go... <laughs> yeah. That last ten minutes, once Electro's dead, he's awesome. Well, Dead. Dead. Question marks. Undoubtedly, my Question mind, marks, quotation marks. The best mean. part of all the Spider-Man trilogies since the Doctor Octopus in the number two. Okay, fair that enough. That ten minutes. But, ten minutes cannot save. No. Uh, admittedly, we have argued that the last ten to 30 minutes of a movie can make or break a movie. See Dark Knight Rises, see Interstellar. But, it's this... T- we'll get to that later. We'll get to it later. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. Um... But those ten minutes were not enough to save it. And as much as I enjoy Dane DeHaan, Andrew Garfield, and Garfield uh, was really good. He, that this was the funniest Spider-Man movie we've had. He's oh, yeah. Spider-Man Bantar, Bantar, so, and Emma Stone for all his worth. Emma Stone, uh, yes, brilliant. Emma Stone, very Emma beautiful Stone. looking. Yes, that's doing a disservice. She was also very good as well. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah. But then you are right because then you have all those positives, and then you have to talk about the negatives. You have to talk about the non-entity that was Rhino. You have to talk about the fact that Electro's origins were. Electro, no, it's not even that his origins were a bit weird. The Electro character, what Jamie Foxx did throughout was ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't didn't enjoy it. He went from, like, kind of lovable. You kind of, like, yeah, he's a bit creepy, but... And then all of a sudden he's, I hate everybody, everyone must die. And the the arc is like, it's like Oblivion at Alton Towers. It's like, well, you you think you know where you're going, and then... And he just takes a plummet straight into crazy, and by the end of the movie, he's like some power-mad megalomaniac. That, that could only cause damage through dubstep, and which you didn't I really just think, hated oh, so much. That incy-wincy spider bit. Oh, God. Oh, and that... the right. And his anger song as well. Yeah, the soundtrack was the worst thing Easy. of the year. No, that... He's Next to Kick-Ass 2, having Union J was one of the worst soundtracks in a Hoot superhero movie ever. You need to stop throwing Kick-Ass 2 under the bus or we're going to have to have a massive argument. I hate that film. Go on. It's a fucking awesome Go on, Carry on a bit. Um, I Spider-Man. So, it was just... It, like, Okay, let's talk about Rhino again. It's like, such a non-entity. He's like, look who we got for Rhino. Look, here comes Rhino. It's Paul Giamatti. Check it out. And then he's in the first five minutes and the last five minutes. Well, that was... I think if he hadn't been spent. so overbearing in the... In the, uh, like, he'll in face the his Martin. greatest battles. His arm, rhino suit, and like, and then just kind of like, oh, okay. If he so wasn't such, yeah, he's such a, if they'd done it as a bait and switch and not showed you Goblin and you thought he was going to be Rhino and Electro all the way through, that would have been okay. But they told you Goblin was going to be in the movie. Yeah. So I think 
I would have forgiven it then because I was like, well, that's just a bait and switch to cover the tracks and no one clocked on that Goblin was coming. You probably knew that Goblin was coming, but you don't just show him in like the post and shit. Um, they showed him near enough in the suit in the they did. trailer. It was just it such was... a train wreck. There were lots of bad decisions. I think the biggest movie. problem with this movie is that it, it has killed Spider-Man, essentially. It has killed the chances that of Sony... Keeping the Spider-Man kingdom as it were, if you know what yes, I mean. Like, they didn't. Know. They didn't knock it out the park or make it average enough for them to go. Well, we can pick up the pieces with the third movie. It was like now we seriously have to go and talk to the boys you, at Marvel. You can just tell from the, you know, the flipping and flopping they did on the schedule. When it was like we're definitely getting a Venom movie. We know not definitely getting a Venom movie. We're gonna do since six, but we're gonna do Spider-Man first. No way, we're gonna do Spider-Man last, and then we're gonna do this. We're gonna do an Aunt May movie. Um, they lost their heads. Apparently, there's a big sit-down Spider-Man uh, meeting happening in January. Once Sony's yeah. got all over the hacking stuff, the Spider-Man brain trust is going to sit down and they're going to figure out what the hell they're doing. Uh, because they're still aiming to have Sinister Six out. 2016. 2016. They have to get moving on that if they're going to do it. Um, I'm presuming they've got everyone signed contracts outside of... Well, who knows? This, this is what this is what's going to be interesting in January. Because if they haven't got anything sorted, they're going to be... It's either going to be dead panic... And if yeah. they can't do it, Marvel gets to play with their toys again. But, yeah, the only thing that annoys me about this situation is, but two twofold. If the Sin Six movie never happens, I never have to see Doc Ock recast. Marvel might eventually get around to doing Doc Ock too, but they'll never better it. I don't think. I know you're going to say Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger and stuff, so it is possible he could be better. But true. But sadly, that means I don't get Craven the Hunter. Oh, I yeah, because the last really hunt was really up for it, wasn't it? No, because when they did the post-credit thing where they basically showed you who he was going to be... Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was Vulture, he's Doc Ock, he's going to be Rhino, it's going to be Goblin, it's going to be Craven, it's going to be Mysterio and or Chameleon. Yeah. Which should be Mysterio. Fuck Chameleon. <coughs> he's dull as shit. Um, Mysterio will be... Awesome. This will be so cool. It's so stupid, it's so goddamn awesome. Fishbowl. I really, really want Craven in a movie. And as I told you many years ago, I knew how to do it. You would do the Lizard movie, the Craven the Hunter movie, and the uh, Man Spider movie in one go. You would have him turn into a Man Spider, you would have the Lizard come, and then Craven has to come and hunt them both down, and it'd be fucking awesome. Best Spider-Man movie ever made, <laughs> ever. Craven kills both of them. And then <laughs> Peter Park comes back to life because he has to come back to life. Because... Yeah. Okay, that's April dealt with. Yep. Um, we're now moving into May. Now... I voted 300 as the worst movie of the year because I knew... But I knew going in it was going to be bad. Godzilla was the most disappointing movie I had all year. This is where we differ. I knew we were going to do that. So yeah. I'd rather you tell them the good points before I come in and, and sledgehammer them. Okay, fair enough. The good points, the last 45 minutes. Genuinely brilliant. Like, no, no, no. Okay, I'll put, this, I'll put it this way. Whenever there is a kaiju on screen, it is never bad. No. But the prob- main problem is there is hardly ever a kaiju Thank on screen. You. I fully agree with you on there. And the humans are boring to shit. I agree. However, when big old Goddy Z turns up, it's brilliant. It gives me so much hope for the next movie. Because they don't have to do all of this world-building shit. They don't have to do all of this quick turn the camera away because we're going to spawn Carlo too quickly. They're not going to do that. They start with Godzilla as a as a defined entity and then give him three more people to play with. The reason that this Godzilla movie is so good for me is because I know that Godzilla 2 has to up its game to compete with Pacific Rim 2 for the best kaiju. 
I knew I was gonna. They're I was doing gonna a Pacific Rim two. Of course they are. Oh, do we that, have that movie made money because oh. idiots? I say idiots. Uh, purveyors of kaiju media saw it, such as myself. Okay, but back to Godzilla. I cannot stress. I mean, I was a bit pissed off that the big, uh, big bad was essentially an original creation, and I didn't much care for the Mutos. But when Godzilla puts the laser smackdown on them, holy hell is it satisfying. It is worth the wait. I will admit, the blue balling gets old fast. And Aaron Taylor-Johnson can't can't carry that movie, which does make me a little bit worried for Quicksilver. But luckily, he has got to play off six other people, mm-hmm. so it's not too bad. So seven other people, do you apologise? Uh, right, okay. Now, here's, here's, here's my problem with this. We all know of my open and blatant love for 1998 Godzilla. Yeah, because you're an idiot like that. for that movie. And I'm going to get back Terrible. to him in a minute, but I'm not going to compare it to 98. I'm going to compare it to something else. Good, because right? there wasn't a lot of fish in the new one. Uh, stop. Right, here's, here's my thing, right? What is the main complaint we have over the Transformers franchise? Can't see what's going on. Can't see what's going on. And it sucks. The, name on, the name on the poster is the supporting character to the boring, non-essential human people. Yeah. And it is always about them in the climax that they have to do something to help the fucking thing. So how come everyone gets to lambast Transformers, yet no one's picking overtly on this Godzilla? At least in my circle. Yeah, no, I get where you're coming from. Uh, it had but, exactly but, the same problem. No, because it, Godzilla had a frigging plot. It had a start, middle, and end. Its peaks and troughs were perfect. Then you've got Transformers where it's like... We must think of some kind of hackneyed way to get the yes. Transformers to all fucking die or some not, shit like that. I'm not that. saying it's as bad as the Transformers movie, but what I'm trying to say is that... Uh, right. You, you, it is Aaron Taylor Johnson's movie. Yeah. You follow him all the way through. They cock tease you with Brian Cranston oh, in the God, trailer. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Think, look, oh, oh, no. Here comes B-Cray. B-Cray's here, and it's going to be God- Heisenberg versus Godzilla. 30 oh, minutes God. later. Well, dead. he's dead. <laughs> dead. Abandoned help children. He's not fucking here. We rhinoed you. Ha 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 ha. Thanks to the money. Now shut up and enjoy your kaiju movie. Yeah, I hated um, that as well, actually. Thinking about and it. 80% of the movie is following Aaron Taylor Johnson around his boring, boring life. And he's a very lucky, coincidental life. Yeah, the Godzilla fact that he can basically become friends with Godzilla. Godzilla for a few himself doesn't turn up in full. I am Godzilla. I am here to kill stuff until the final act. True. When you see him turn up midway through the middle act. You see his foot go down. Then you see him under the sea. You don't see full-size Godzilla until the final I'll tell you what, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I don't know why, but the Godzilla convoy, with it, where he's got all the ships and he's going with the ships. And I was like, we got a trucking car. I was like, that, I, I shouldn't like that. You've but I'm like, this yes. over the earth. <laughs> right, okay, yes. Oh, that makes me happy. But, but so, uh, that's my problem with it. Is that I, Let them fight. Back to 98. 98 doesn't scream upon, here is Godzilla, he's messing stuff up, enjoy. Yeah, but it, I admit it has problems. A it's lot of It's not a them. great acted movie, it's not a very great plot, it kind of makes Godzilla the bad guy and all you, oh, he has to be kind of a good guy, he's a force for good. Well, right, uh, see, so I, I would even argue that you could make him, like, the bad guy, but... Uh, he, he's sympathetic, they took the Jurassic Park thing of, like, he's not a... A creature of evil. He's just yeah, protecting he, his babies. Yeah. Well, okay, well I forgot about the babies. Um. <coughs> yeah, but in the in in this movie, Godzilla is, yeah, he he's sympathetic of mankind. But if he needs to fuck shit up, he doesn't okay, care what okay. happens. Is it cooler to see Godzilla fight the monster? Yes, than it is to see him fight the military. Yes. But you saw Godzilla. 
Right, in the first hour, you have the big Godzilla first attack on New York. You see him full-sized, you see him... Here he is in all his glory. You then see him in the midway act when he has to... When he's running through the streets and he gets away. Then you see him the third time when he comes to eat the fish and they shoot him in the sea. Then you see him in the climax when he's chasing through... Was that, what, was okay. that four, five? Okay, let me play devil's advocate here. But when we were watching Godzilla... Yes. You know, when he finally turned up in the final act and you see him all his glory... Yes. And he's getting ready to fuck he's it up. He's a bit chubby. He's a bit chubby. Did you... Was there not a little small part that he went, Oh my God, shit, he's going to go down. And he, yes. it got good. But let, me, let me play devil's advocate from that. The appeal of Godzilla turning up and the excitement that you feel in the final act cannot be replicated four times over in the 98 version, is what I'm saying. Every time Godzilla turns up in the 98 version, you do go, oh my well, god, every thing, time. I don't know how I felt because I was... I was about seven or eight years old, so I can't realistically remember how Yeah, I, okay, fair enough. But I remember going... I had all the toys, I had the poster. I love that I love that movie to this day, and I'll defend it on it until I day I die. I just I think we're gonna to have to move on because we're just not going to agree. Yeah. Okay. Can it be good in the sequel? Hell yeah. Yes. If they take under, I know they can't afford to have Godzilla in every single frame for every single movie. I understand that. Well, you say that, but they have got what was it? Rodan, Mothra, and Ghidorah in the next movie. That's gonna be cool as fuck. That's gonna be great. And if they put them on the jumping screen, straight to Ghidorah is unbelievable. I do think it could be a little bit cluster. We've seen what happens when you put three villains in there. However, Mothra is Mothra, also... Yes, yes, yes. yes, and then we're going to have a two-on-two Mothra oh, versus Rodan. Oh, let me Godzilla tell you. versus Ghidorah! We oh don't God. want to hate Pacific Rim 2, and I would love nothing more than Godzilla 2 to be fucking fantastic, the best movie ever made. Just saying, this movie didn't exactly set me off with, with great... Well, true, but it wasn't bad enough so that we won't see the sequel. No, so I am glad to get the sequel, because then yeah. you can write the rungs of this movie. Exactly. Talking of writing rungs in the past. <laughs> Not a segue, Michael. Oh, I did. We're moving on to um, a very, a very good movie. A movie that made me very happy, made me giddy, made me jump around once I saw it outside the cinema. <laughs> uh, we are, of course, talking about X Men: Days of Future Past. I have gushed openly about this movie since the day it came out. So is it, is it my turn to sing the praises? I, I think it is, because I don't know if I could say anything more positive about this movie, yeah. really. I'd like you to try and nitpick it, if you dare. Okay. No, I won't. I'll, say, ah, I'll, okay. I'll, sing, I'll sing his praises, because I, I really enjoyed X-Men. I thought it was brilliant. Genuinely, probably the best X-Men since X-Men 2, because my love for X-Men 2 is undying. I mm-hmm. love that movie. Admittedly, X-Men 2 is not the tightest movie of all time. Whereas, no. whereas you know, X Men: Days of Future Past isn't all that tight either, but they're just fun to watch. You pay attention to continuity; it's really not tight at oh, all. Oh yeah, god! Oh good lord! We won't even discuss the X Men continuity. They made an entire movie to get rid of X Men Three. That franchise has been going for about fifteen years now. No, actually, no, fourteen, fourteen, fifteen, fourteen, thirteen. Yeah. By by next year, it'll be fifteen years roughly. Yeah. Which is which is absolutely incredible that to then keep the same cast and bring them back. Okay, there are moments where it does fall flat. I mean, obviously, Storm is a non-entity. It has a bit, a bit one line. Yeah. Then, obviously, sure Rogue Rogue was cut out, <laughs> yeah. which I felt was a oh, bit crappy. Oh, it's Rogue. However, like, the, the ones that do shine, funnily enough, are like, I really enjoy Blink, and I'm glad that Blink is back. Blink was cool. Blink was so cool. So glad that she's back for Apocalypse. That's great. Yeah, she's back for Apocalypse. Hell. I don't know. The timeline is already screwed as it is. Let's not think about it. Let's she just think about it. She looked about 12 in the future. <laughs> she could be baby blue. It's going to be a baby. It's just... <laughs> they just point her at things. <laughs> <laughs> Send that over there! <laughs> Do it now! 
<laughs> it's gone, doo doo. No. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to fire like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> that could be incredible. Anyway, um, I hated Quicksilver. I'm just gonna get that out of the way. I knew that was coming. But I, I had a problem with Quicksilver since day fucking one, and nobody believed me. And I still believe that Quicksilver is, it, is bad. Is it because he can solve all problems? I'm is not. He, even, no, 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 no. Not even that. I think Evan Peters is a poor actor. I don't think he's very good. He wasn't. Fuck off. He wasn't very good in Kickass. He wasn't very good in this movie. Mm. I don't think he's a good Quicksilver. I don't like Evan Peters. The costume. It sucks. Yeah. That action sequence, although I will admit, fairly cool. Punching the face. Fairly, fairly cool. Like, really, really good. But then you come across the problem that it breaks the X-Men universe. If Quicksilver is that overpowered, he's not supposed to be more powerful than his own goddamn father. That's a problem in itself, which it kind of addresses and doesn't address. You look kind of like my dad. No, that was that was cool. It was a nice, li- like it was a nice that. little nod, but it didn't fucking fix the continuity. As good as it did with the final action sequence, where it fixed the fucking con- again. I'm singing the praises now. It fixed the continuity. It made Wolverine not happen, which I am so glad. Um, and to be honest, now I am actually really looking forward to de- the Deadpool movie when the the talk about. You know, that yeah, and how yeah. it's been written at the timeline. I'll be looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Apocalypse. I think Apocalypse is going to be a great movie. X-Men basically saved itself from going back to Marvel, which right now I'm glad it's happened. Yeah, I don't want to see... The, this, the X-Men don't make sense in normal Marvel. No. Oh, superheroes are awesome, but fuck mutants. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. Which is why I, the when the, when you did uh, Avengers versus X-Men in the comics, it was just kind of like, Why? Mm. You, you, you've been fighting on the same side for how long? Yeah, yeah. You've literally just beat freaking Can the Conqueror yes, down. I know, I know. Like, but you uh, know what it is? It's money! Yeah, basically. They can put X-Men versus Avengers. People are like, I want to buy that money! Let's make Thor a woman. Money! Money! Um, okay. I, I, I disagree on the Quicksilver point. I don't think he was the greatest thing that happened in movies. He's here what some people are making out. So I can... I, oh, sorry, I just remembered something else. Like, the, the, the quickest explain away of why James McAvoy isn't in a chair. That, that genuinely made me laugh in the, in the cinema. Just he has like, a thing. Yes, yeah, kind of like, if he takes this thing, it makes him stand. It's like, why was that not in the first... Oh, it's like, forget it. You know, you know. I just didn't want him to be sat in a chair all the way around. I you know. For but it's looking like it's going to go that way for uh, Apocalypse, which might be interesting. Well, he's going to be in the chair all the time. Most of the time. Well, he's going to have to be. Um, otherwise, he's going to be a drug addict again. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. Um, oh, okay, I, I will admit the bit where he's like, um, where where they called back the Easter egg in first class. I remember you. You're that twat oh, at the bar. Yeah. Really enjoy that. I'm going to say say to you. Oh yeah, he fucked that up as yeah, well. He didn't say the right lines. Yeah. <laughs> um, my only negative of the entire movie was that the ending was too good. It made me too happy yeah, that okay, they had enough. finally fixed all continuity and Kelsey Grammer was back as Beast. Happy days, and then he was like, and they all said goodbye, goodbye. Yeah. And it's like my happy continuity went away, and it's like I, now you have to go and play with the eighties kids. And I'm like, yeah, but they're not my X Men. I want my X Men. Um, <laughs> but oh, into that. if they're going to, can put, we get Kelsey Grammer back for this? That's all I want. I want Kelsey because that that was like the best bit of the day. It's, it's like so oh, good. He's back. The only worth offing from three is actually no, I like three. I, I, yeah. I'm sympathetic towards I, I, three. I, but, really but, like, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I really don't get why everyone hates it so much. Um, I, mean, I don't think people I hate do. it. I think people hate Brett Ratner more for what he did. Eh, eh, I get over it. 
This movie fixed Brett Ratner. Okay. <laughs> okay. And rate it May, unless you have any more you want to talk about. Uh, in May, let me have a look. I have one story for May. No, it looks pretty... I mean, ed- okay, very, very quick footnotes. Edge of Tomorrow, it was good. Not enough people saw it. It's got a confusing I title. That, I want to pretty know. good, actually. Have you got it on DVD? I haven't. Let's be right. Oh, it's all- is it on Netflix? Uh, it might be. Amazon? If 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 it's not on Netflix or Amazon, Luke does have a copy. He will awesome sauce. He, he um, can sort that out for you. But no, Edge of Tomorrow, great action movie. Uh, actually made Tom Cruise good again, somehow. But it didn't do that well at the box that office. Tom Cruise so. can be good. Yeah, he can. In, in between well, all the somebody crazy. else who really you would have thought would have done better at the box office was um, what's oh, his face? Very quickly before we go into this, I did see Maleficent as well. Hmm? God awful. Let's go on. <laughs> Yay! Speaking of god awful, you would think Seth MacFarlane would really want to smash his first live action performance oh. out of the head. Well, he's not his. Okay, oh, yeah, no, his he first performance. But he oh, wasn't. Yeah. He was the voice of Ned. Yeah. And then a million ways to die in the West happened. Oh God. Oh, yeah, what? So what? bad. Like all the worst parts of Family Guy. Yeah. He had Seth MacFarlane, he had the same writing team as Ted, you got Neil Patrick Harris, and you screwed it up. No, MBH was good. MBH was the only enjoyable bit of that movie. Yeah, okay, he was enjoyable, but the movie around him was... Utterbals. They had Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson as the bad guy. Yeah, but they had Charlie Liam Neeson in the bad guy. Mm, yeah, you, had, you had Liam Neeson as the bad guy in the Lego movie, and it worked, though. Mm-hmm. So, it's not... It's no no part in Liam. No, sorry, reword that. Liam Neeson is not to blame because he can be good. And well, he can we don't be funny. really know who's to blame, but yeah, it wasn't very. It had. It was for a comedy, a surprising lack of jokes. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of a. That's the big problem. Uh, part of the problem is um, there was in the trailer, and probably this should have been a, a telling sign of the quality of the movie. There was one point where I went, huh, and that was it. And that was the bit where he's like, you can't shoot the cans. And then he just knocks the cans over. But oh, then, yeah, that was... then after you've seen that once, you don't laugh at it again. That's the problem. No, as I said, this is kind of a telling sign of the... And the writing wasn't as sharp as Ted. In, in Ted, like one of the bits that made me laugh way more than it should have um, was when they were just on the on the settee talking about the relationship and like... and uh, is... Ted? No, it... Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg says... Uh, we're talking about taking a relationship to the next level. Teddy just goes, what, anal? That made me laugh more than anything. I was like, oh, God, why? But it was because it was smartly written. Yeah. It was very well-timed, whereas this movie <laughs> An is anal just... joke was smartly written. Yeah, I know. It like an oxymoron. I oh, know. Um, yeah, that's... Well, like Seth, Seth MacFarlane can do it, because Family Guy's been... Well, I haven't seen the new series, but I've heard good things. I've seen several bad series. Ted had Mark Wahlberg in it, and he managed to get a good film out of that. True. I right? hate Mark Wahlberg more than any other actor I can actively think of, and he managed that. Um... Well, now we're going to move on to the the movie I voted as my favourite comedy of the year. Yep. I don't know if you saw this. It's 22 Jump Street. I haven't seen it. Elizabeth? Elizabeth. Yeah, as, as I haven't, rather. Okay. You know what? This is kind of like Neighbours in that it took an actor you thought... We've all said bad things about Sweet Channy T and Free Under the Bus for several bad movies, like Dear John, which we both saw at the same time. Ah, oh, I hated um, that movie. We had girlfriends at the time. They dragged us to it. Oh. Um... And many you can just other... forget everything about that cinema experience. Yes, we can. Um, that the, and now, now that he's Gambit, I've kind of been... <laughs> yeah. I have to fall in love with the man, but this was a genuinely funny movie. Seth Rogen... Seth Rogen, uh, no, not Jonah Seth Hill. Rogen. They actually make that joke in the end credits when they're like, they rattle through like 23 Jump Street, 24 Jump Street. He gets like 29 <coughs> Jump Street, and it's like they're nuns, and they just swap out <laughs> Jonah Hill for Seth Rogen. <laughs> um, he whispers like in Chinese, he's like, don't worry, no one will notice. 
the end credits like... is probably the funniest part because it's just like so stupid. Um, Ice Cube movie. was hilarious in this movie. Um, and probably had the funniest moment I've seen on each TV film. I won't spoil what happens because then it'll ruin the joke. Um, but yeah, that's not much I can say. It was, it was a funny... I, I suggest people go check it out because I know people are going to be like, oh, Johnny Tatum, no. But he's actually been on kind of a role. Magic Mike was apparently good. I, I know Channing Tatum can be funny because of his role in This Is The End. And yeah, he was very funny, he's in, funny that. in that. He's good in that. Everyone likes Magic Mike. This was funny. Well, everyone, everyone with a vagina likes Mar- Jupiter Magic Jupiter Ascending looks cool. Have you not seen? Yes, I've seen the trailer. Him for and uh, Mila Kunis. Yeah, it's like this looks cool. Are these going to be Gambit? Dude, three Johnny T's on the rise to the top. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Great White Hope that he is. Um, hey, now we get to do right. Let's just we don't need to spend much time on this. It's not going to take long. No. Transformers: Age of Extinction. It sucked, as oh, it always oh. does. Dinobots, Dinobots, Dinobots. Ten minutes of Dinobots. Dinobots. <laughs> yeah. I think like genuinely, the dumbest line was in the trailer. I think we got ourselves a Transformer. Well, yes. Who knew? <laughs> Who would have known the big truck? Who would have known? Who would have known? Who would have known? Who would have known that the big ass truck in red and blue with flames on the side was Optimus Prime? He's only <sighs> saved the movie. The movie. He's only saved the world three, three times. times. And uh, it, the weirdest thing about this movie, one that I don't think people have picked on enough. Is that they spent an enormous amount of time explaining away paedophilia. It was a yeah, plot point. That was a bit weird. They keep bashing you over the head at the fact that the girl, she 18? Something like that. 18, 17, something. Well, okay, 18 is okay in this country. But in America, where this is... Well, okay, it was marketed towards China. But secondary, yeah. it was marketed towards America, where 21's the legal age for... For, for drinking, at least. Isn't it sex as well? Maybe, I don't know. Without parental... Anyway. She... <laughs> right. 16 with an attack. Can I fuck? <laughs> they keep pointing out that you shouldn't be ogling this girl because she is a minor. And then they spend like four separate scenes this comes up in. And that the boyfriend of the minor has to bring up the fact that it's okay for them to have sex because he has a law... And he literally carries the card with the law on it in his wallet to explain away. Yeah. I was like, no, you could have just made a 19 and we've had none of these problems. All of these would be gone. Michael Bay has a problem. He went out of his way to make you, to make this woman hot. And then be like, but you can't look at her. She's only 17. No, 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 no. I genuinely think he's now doing it on purpose. He's actually doing it just to wind people up. Because this isn't... Like, what will get them more irate than dogs humping? I know. I know. The product placement. Yeah, it's a Michael Bay movie and you can play no, about that. No, 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 But in the first Transformers movie, there was a slight bit of subtlety. A slight bit of subtlety. And then it was abandoned. In this one, they literally get a beat pill and go, Ooh, <laughs> look, it's a robot. Look, it's a stupid speaker <laughs> that you really don't need. Um... It I did turn some, into a robot, didn't it? I saw somebody... It did turn into a robot. It was the, the, the liquid transformer yeah. shit. I saw somebody on a bus once. They didn't have headphones. They had a beach pill, but they were holding it like a phone. Oh, God. It was playing so loud that I could hear it, and I was like at least six or seven foot away from it, and he was still holding it like this. I hate beach products so much. <sighs> anyway, do you have anything you want to bash about this movie? It's just Mark Wahlberg. You know, it's already been done. The fact that... 
the 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 news came out that Mark Wahlberg is back for Transformers Five, but Michael Bay isn't. No, Michael Bay isn't. That that is who is that? Interesting. Did right? You know the series um, Cinema Sins? Yes, yes. I think you may have told me this. The Age of Extinction one is so big it has to be in two parts. Yes, because they have so much. Uh, so go watch that and just revel in how it's so bad. It's so he's got so to be doing terrible. it on purpose now because. No, same man. Having said that, epic rap battles of history this week. Yeah, with Mark. I made some motherfucking money. Oh, make Mark Morbog make some motherfucking. So let's take well, let's just take ourselves back to when was the first Transformers movie? Two thousand and seven. That sounds about right. Seven. Take us back to two thousand seven. Young Darren. Two thousand eight. I don't know. Carry one on. of those. If you would have asked Darren, in what is it like five or six years time? Will you be more excited for the Transformers sequel, a property you didn't really watch as a kid all that much, but you played with the toys, you like it, you're excited, or Planet of the Apes, something that you actively despised ever since that fucking Mark Wahlberg movie. See, Mark Wahlberg ruined <laughs> A movie I've always detested. <coughs> would you be more excited for the Transformers sequel or Planet of the Apes? And I would tell you Transformers every day of the week. Yet somehow, they've taken a movie about transforming robots that's fucking awesome and made it terrible, and they've taken a, mon- a movie about monkeys and made it awesome. How did they do it? It's so good. It's so good. I don't even think Dawn, this is a bit stupid, they should have thought ahead and put Dawn first and then Rise. Yeah. Because yeah. even if you flip those round, they actually make more sense. Yeah, surely you. <laughs> they, surely the Dawn is before you. the Rise. Because this is more of the rise of the apes, and yeah. then the first one was more of the dawn, because it's... it's yeah. See, I get why they put... Okay, let's not talk about the name, let's talk about how good Dawn... dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Is, oh wasn't as good God. as Rise, I don't think. I preferred it to Rise. Okay, I think I need to watch Rise again, because I haven't seen it in about a year or so, so I need to watch it again, but... This, this movie takes sign language and makes it impressive. Makes it yeah. so engaging. Yeah. How... It's monkeys doing sign language. This is something they do in Japanese zoos, for Christ's sake. And it's... <laughs> zoos, motherfucker. <laughs> I went a bit past her there, sorry. I love uh, it. <laughs> but um, I love this movie. I loved it so much. I I, I was watching it. I was just kind of like... I'm, 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 literally, I was watching this just so I could say to you, let's do a review on it. And I was sitting there. I was going, this will be passable. I enjoyed the first one. This will be passable. But like, oh my Christ, it's excellent. It's... Cobra is scary foodoo, as you have once said. Scary foodoo. Like, yeah, the the fact that you could... Re- okay, the humans suck. Let's just get that out of the way. Well, but that's the thing. Where is the Transformers? They're like, animals! They have more interest in than you. No, but they, when you have the Transformers, they're like, humans! Ignore these. Humans! True. You would enjoy and love the humans. On this one, they kind of understood who the main characters were. The yeah, apes yeah. are very much the main characters, the forefront. The humans are basically the enemies. I know we meant to sympathise with them, but I was like, "Go apes, go, kill yeah. them all." Well, there's like, there's Fuck them. only, the, there's only. I mean, like in the band, in the roving band of humans that try to that, that do run into the apes quite a few times. There is literally only the dad, the mum, and the son. That are that son, the by the way, the single worst acting performance of the year. It, it wasn't none. that bad. Bon, no, it wasn't. That he bad. was awful. His character sucked. I'll admit that. I like art. Yeah, yeah. Let me draw stuff in dangerous war zone place. I know, but then like, but then he had that cool interaction Pick up a gun! Shoot things! (laughs) He had that cool interaction with the big, the big gorilla Uh, though. uh, uh, What was his name? I forgot. Maurice. Maurice, yeah. There's the thing, I I can't tell you a single name of any of the humans. (laughs) Gary Allman, other dudes, 
That's it. And then I'll tell you, Cobra, Caesar, Maurice. Um, what was his son called? That's um, three more. <laughs> oh, God, what was his son called? That's going to annoy me now. I'm going to have to look it up, sorry. I'll, I'll wax lyrically whilst you do that. Um, Please do that. Great CGI, excellent motion capture, awesome battle scenes, great story, great ending, awesome. Great setup for a sequel. I think I think it was... Oh, was it was it Blue Eyes? Or, no, Ash was in it, no, but it was no. Blue Eyes was the son, wasn't it? Yeah, Blue Eyes was the son. Ash was the, the, the monkey killer that shot Rocket. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was... It was... I, I, didn't, I didn't even know that Gary Oldman was called Dreyfus. Not a clue. I was so involved with Caesar and Cobra mm. and Maurice and Ash and Rocket. It was like, Gary Oldman. These guys are so cool. I was like, guys, monkeys are so cool. And their drama and their story is so much more engaging than most movies that in this kind of like post-apocalyptic thing ever dare to do it's groundbreaking it's so so good I've got so much praise for this film shall we move on before I go well we can't really the the sequel awesome it's never never gonna get it seems like we're gonna get this is gonna be a trilogy this is gonna be the final fight yeah this is gonna be next is coming Caesar's Nation I'm looking Mm. for the the Caesar's Nation we have to guess what extended I want him to go whole hog and have three of those in the I want I want um, beginning of the end of the planet of the end (laughs) no the end of the beginning of the planet of the end. <laughs> That's what I want. Um, yes, what have... Oh, no. I know what we've got to talk about now. Have we reached that point? Yeah, we have. Go. Do I need to? Yes, you do. Just have a little wax lyrically about your favourite... Uh, go on. Yes, it delivered the thunder and no one believed me. Nobody believed you did because you enjoy Marvel movies, but everyone else is kind of like, "Oh my, who, who are these people? I don't, why is there a tree? Why is there a racket? This isn't going to work." And all, every single one, like, let me. Okay, what, what's the name? Screen Junkies didn't think it, would, it could work. Source Fed didn't think it could work. Uh, every other site, name a site. Empire didn't think it could work. IGN. IGN didn't think it could work. I told you from day numero uno, I just put down the comic book, the uh, Abnett and Lanning 2008 run. It got announced at Comic-Con. I was like, holy shit, that's a coincidence. This film is going to rock. They showed you the concept art where it had like traditional chubby rocket and more sort of like gangly Groot tree. And everyone's like, eh, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like, holy shit, this is going to rock so much. And although it did change over the course of its... Um, production. James Gunn has shown that he absolutely understands Cosmic Marvel. Absolutely. There was never any doubt that space is always going to be more be more interesting than stuff that happens on Earth, as much as I think that Avengers is still... Uh, see, this is the trouble I have now. Do I say that Guardians has overtaken it? Because the, the pure joy I felt at watching Guardians, and most of that joy was, was me just going, I told you. I told you, have faith in Marvel. Kevin Feige can do us no wrong. James Gunn can do us no wrong. The year of the Pratt continues. Even even the worst person in this movie, Zoe Saldana, was still good. Mm-hmm. Don't know how. Don't know how that happened. I don't even like Zoe Saldana. She was still brilliant. I didn't think she completely encapsulated Gamora, but that's because I'm a super fan of this kind of thing and I'm very nitpicky. But I still loved it. Jesus Christ, this film's so good. So, so good. And the sequel, okay... James Gunn's kind of getting a little bit up his own ass about the sequel. And he's saying that certain characters will and won't be in it. He, he's basically confirmed that Karen Gillan's coming back, so Nebula's not dead, which is a little bit weird, even though she very clearly died in that movie. 
Um, he's ruling out Nova, but then again, I once flew a camel to the moon. We Why wouldn't you do Nova? Mm-hmm. That's a reference that we don't need to discuss. We'll never discuss. No. Um, and he's also saying it won't tie into Avengers, where it absolutely has to tie into the Avengers because you've got Thanos out there, and then later on you'll have Captain Marvel out there, and later on you'll have the Inhumans out there, and it can all gel together, and it's because of Guardians that Marvel have now got the confidence to move into the Infinity War and the space side of things. It's completely changed the game for superhero movies, and did I mention that I liked it? We get it, Michael. You like Guardians. Here it goes for the final time of 2014. Yes, it is. I have nothing to add. I liked it. Not as much as you did, because I don't think that's humanly possible. But nope. I liked what you were laying down, Michael. Well done. Yes. Um, okay, we're now going to have to do some rapid thigh ones, because I'm <laughs> Rapid thigh? That... <laughs> rapid thighs. Okay. Um, did, um, him and him are in between us two. No. Not bad. Not as, bad, not as good as the first one, but mm, delivered some laughs. Or you can ask them for comedy. Uh, did you see Let's Be Cops? No. Mm. Again, a lot of these sort of comedy films, I just didn't bother with it because, because it's precisely this. They're just average. I watched it around someone's house and I was meh, meh. It's okay. Um, that's all of August done. Apparently I didn't see anything in September. Have you got anything? Um, in, in September, let me... September or August or, or July. There's only one in July. We threw through there. Wow, I didn't see anything in September. Didn't oh, see a goddamn thing. Okay, then we have to move on to October. Have you seen the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie yet? Uh, yes. In that I've had to watch it in several parts because I've always found something better to do. We have seen it. Yeah. Thoughts? Don't like it. Do you like the turtles? No. No? I think that's why I don't like it because I don't, I don't get what they were trying to do. Is it because I ruined who Leonardo was? <laughs> okay, forgetting... Johnny the... Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> what are you doing, Johnny? Not because You're not all, a turtle, all, Johnny. All I, all I could see was that face he photoshopped. It's, it's, still, it's still there. But no, um, I just didn't like, like how they were characterized. Okay, I, I think... When your favourite turtle is Donatello, something is going wrong. I didn't much care for Leonardo. Michelangelo was fucking annoying. And Raphael was a bit too much. Donatello is the best turtle and always has been. Shut up. No, he is. No. No, he is. He's the little one and he still kicks as much ass and he's smart. Oh, he's not brave and he's not, he doesn't need to. He's got a bow staff, which is what Gambit had, and he's just that much cooler than the rest of them. In a fight, he would win because he's the Batman of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> no, he's not as strong as, as Raphael. He's not as unpredictable as Michelangelo is. And he's not as brave as as uh, Leonardo is. Fortunately, he's smarter, so he would have killed them all before they even started the fight. Donatello is awesome. Anyway. Yeah, um, and he was probably the best part of that movie. I think... I think people are doing this the disservice in saying like they did Spider-Man 2. I don't think it was that bad. I kind of like some... I, right, again, human problems, just take it as token that they're awful because Megan Fox was in it. Yeah. Will Arnett was doing some weird, touchy-feely didn't, things. Didn't like what was going on there. No, no. that was odd. Also, um, the guy playing Shredder was awful. Like, really bad. Also, I was going, ha-ha, it's me! Yeah. We, we gathered that in the promotional material, mate. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like, I am the Mandarin. So, no. <laughs> no. 
not you're really. not, are you? Um, yeah, also, Trether was made of knives, and that makes no sense. <laughs> that was kind of cool. But I think when it was You just... need to have knives on your nose. That's not a knife. He's <laughs> 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 on knives. Um, he was peacocking with knives. Um, <laughs> no, I think, personally, when the human stuff stopped, which it wasn't as bad as... Transformers for being like humans. It okay. was 50-50. I will say that then. Okay, yeah. At the end, when it was just Turtles v Shredder. When it, when they let the turtles be turtles in a turtles movie. Awesome. Yeah, but fighting was I kick-ass. don't get why everybody found the elevator scene so yeah, I don't, rapturingly I, amazing. It was fun. It, that, no, it showed why I didn't like them because I don't appreciate the new... The new streetwise, like the uh, down with the kids version. Mm. I preferred them when, like, when they were dancing with vanilla ice. Okay, n- okay, it's not quite go ninja, go ninja, go. But like, okay, I'll put it this way: the best interpretation of the Ninja Turtles, by far, without a doubt, was the two D cartoon version released in like two thousand and three on Nickelodeon. It was amazing, and it kind of like the the, the turtles were dorky around themselves. But when it came to action, they're just kind of like, right, let's go fuck shit up. And that was cool. Mm-hmm. I liked that. And I actually really enjoyed, um, they did a crossover of, of a newer version of the Turtles with the 1980s version of the Turtles. And it was awesome. It was really cool. So basically, what I'm trying to tell you is there are better things that happen with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles besides the live action. Now, it's getting a sequel. It might be able to fix the problem. It's not as unsavable mm-hmm. as Transformers. Gonna have Bebop and Rockstar. Do yes, it is. Um, no, it's it's. I think it's it's salvageable. It's salvageable. Yes. It's just not laid a fantastic groundwork. No, I I I have to disagree on that one. I, I don't think don't wrong, I don't think it was a fantastic movie, and I didn't come out of it thinking, oh, I really want to see that again. Um, no, I was happy to have seen it once, and that was it. <laughs> but I I like the dynamic. I you they were four. Well, the you might not like the definition they went for. No, but you could it. see it come through in their fighting styles, who they were. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, they, they I suppose were... I didn't I didn't appreciate the glossy aesthetic of it either. Like everything had a fucking sheen. It was just, yeah, that was really irritating. Really didn't like um, it. Okay. <laughs> oh, have we reached. Now we get to get to the movie that we've already done a lot of bashing on. Oh Christ! See, so, so, Can we so, possibly do more bashing? Well, no. It? Two of these we already have reviews for. So if you want to feel their full extent of their problems on Interstellar, go and watch that. I'll just reiterate for anyone who can't be bothered to go and listen to that. Please do. It's a very fun. It's probably the best interview, the best review we've done. I think it's fantastic. Of just of our, our breakdown of that movie. It's, that um, was my absolute favourite episode to record ever. Loved it. I still don't like this movie. People no. have tried to convince me that I was being stupid. I've never admitted to being an intelligent film watcher. I've I had a discussion uh, with somebody about this movie online after I posted our, after I posted this podcast and. Uh, my article, which I put this at number two as, as the second worst movie of the year, and basically the entire base of their argument is that they, they hadn't, even, hadn't even seen the movie, but it was more so just kind of like, well, even a bad Nolan movie is better than any other movie. I'm like, well, no, not in the slightest. When Nolan fucks up, he's still fucked up. You don't, you don't get a get out of jail free card because well, I'm Christopher Nolan and I made The Dark Knight. No. Doesn't matter. No. I'm pretty sure Joel Schumacher has made some good movies, but he, <laughs> fucked, he fucked up with the Batman ones, so we don't let him off for those. No, we don't. There we are then. Okay. I'm just going to quickly compile a list of things we didn't see this year. <coughs> uh, in the meantime. Yes. Well, yeah, we've already talked. Oh, I now have my last movie on the thing that I get to talk about. Last movie uh, on the which thing. Which you haven't seen. 
It's the last movie I'm probably going to see is you in this. I can sneak in Hunger Games. I do want to watch the third Hunger Games. So I need to catch up on the Hunger Games full stop. So I'm probably not going to have to say on that. They're not, ha- seen they're not Harry Potter bad. I'll put it that way. They're, that's good. they're better than movies than Harry Potter That's movies. good then. Um, Dumb and Dumber 2. Wow. Okay. I really don't want to talk about it. I have unshakable faith in Jim Carrey. He was my favourite actor. Probably my favourite human being of all time. I have never seen him put in a bad performance. Even in Mr. Popper's freaking Penguin, he was okay. <laughs> I've seen him in bad movies. I've seen him in good movies. And I've seen him be awesome in all of them. This one, on the other hand. <laughs> I still don't think it was a bad performance, but I'm starting to see the turn. It's like the meat's starting to go off a little bit. You, you know like, you know what we need to do to uh, just wash the bad taste? Since people are like rebooting stuff, you know what we need? Mm-hmm. A new mask movie. I will cut the tongue out of your... To be fair, I don't care about mask. So I yeah. love the mask. I, mask is I one of my lesser favourite um, Jim Carrey movies. I, I can, love I can take so much. We need another mask movie. Because Son of the Mask was just such a... <laughs> that was just a Nail in the even, coffin. Don't even bring that movie up. It but, was such a... But the Jim Carrey mask movie is so good. So very, very good. I, I have to disagree. I don't find... I have it on DVD just because I wanted to complete my collection. But, um... I can't say I was all that fussed about it. I love that film. Because it came out in the same year as Dumb and Dumber, which is awesome, and Ace Ventura, which is my favourite Jim Carrey Yeah, okay, Ace Ventura is great. Because that is pure, unfiltered Jim Carrey. Um, Are we talking about the original or uh, When Nature Calls? Because they're both great. When Nature Calls is just as good, which was, until now, the only sequel he'd ever done. Jim Carrey did not do sequels and flat out refused to do them, but him and Jeff Daniels kind of got on the same page with this one. Kind of wish they hadn't. It's not terrible. I laughed a few times, but considering how much I laugh in Dumb and Dumber to this day, even though it came out 20 years ago... Okay, what what you're trying to say is that it was a bad movie and it didn't have a most annoying set in the world moment at all. No, they went... It did that thing where... What's a movie that kind of did that? Where they just hit the same notes... Of like a lot of callbacks, and they did like the second most annoying scene in the world. Okay, no, I I didn't mean more so doing an exact replica, but like okay, moments it, where Jim Carrey has yeah, has yeah, created yeah. something beautiful from nothing. You can tell he was trying to replicate that type of feeling because even like through direct callbacks like that, he makes the second most annoying noise. They find the van at one point. They meet PT, the guy who sells the dead bird to. Um, there's a, like a I took care of it. There's a lot of, and some of them work, and some of them just like, you don't need to link everything back to the first movie. It is very heavily linked to, even the plot is very heavily linked to what was eventually a throwaway line that never makes the TV edit of Dumb and Dumber. They always cut this scene out. It's the one where they're in the motel in the hot tub. That never makes it to TV. Really? Yeah, that never is on TV. Any of the TV edits, they always get rid of the hot tub scene. Why? Because they're talking about sex. Ah. So, you know, it's probably on the promotion material. In that one, Harry's in the tub and he's talking about a girl um, that he fell in love with called Freda Felcher. And then Jim Carrey goes like, mm, oh, I've had sex with her too. <laughs> Turns out she has a kid and I don't know which one it is, but Harry thinks it's his all the way through and they go to find her. Um, very weird. And yeah, now I'm worried. I'm very worried about Ghostbusters 3 because it seems that going back to old comedies... Well, in... well Murray's not even going to be in that one, so... Yeah. <laughs> Okay, he might be there to what pass the torch, apparently. Well, have you seen who's the main rumoured... Um... Is it that Rebel Wilson woman? Yeah, Rebel Wilson from Pitch I've never Perfect. seen her in anything. Is she good? Par- apparently she's quite funny. 
And mm-hmm. I've, I've heard one of the lines from Pitch Perfect, and it did actually make me chuckle quite a lot, but I need to see the movie to make a full and utter judgment of her. Well, there is number two coming out this year, so uh, it makes sense. Right, I'm just going to go down a quick few movies that we did not see. Have right. we covered everything that you saw? There's probably a few things we missed. There's probably out. some things that I saw that, that we haven't covered, but honestly, none of them stick out to mind. That I, that was like, oh my God, this is amazing, I need to talk about it. Unless we run down them and I do hit one. Well, anyway, yeah, we'll see what run down right. the list. Here's what so Hercules. Didn't see it. My Boy the Rock's in it and I didn't even bother to see that movie. Uh, You're not I've... Nick Mundy for fuck's sake. I... Yeah, I love The Rock as long as he has. The Rock's my boy, okay? I've loved him since 2000. Um, it's 14 years of love. Um, I Frankenstein. Didn't see it. I've heard terrible, terrible things. I know. Even though it had Two-Face and... Um, um, oh, what is her name from Chuck? Oh, my Christ. Yvonne Strucker. <laughs> What's her name in Chuck? Sarah. Sarah from Chuck. Who I'm in love with. She's a beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, Monuments Men? Didn't see it. Nope. Pompeii? Didn't see it. Grand Budapest Hotel? I don't want to bother with that film. It looks awful. The Wes- most Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson movie of all yeah. time. Noah? Nope, didn't bother. Sabotage? Did not bother. Rio 2? Re- why? Why, would, why was there a Rio 1? God's Not Dead. I really wish I'd seen this. this Only because the, God's not the like the thing you did at, at work. God's not oh, God's thought, not the Muppets. God's not the Muppets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently, this was like a, um, a Jehovah's Witness movie or or radicalized Christian something very Christiany. And God's not dead. Don't worry. So I just remembered the animal fuckers. It had <laughs> yeah, unrelated to what I did. Yeah. The thing about God's not dead you need to remember is, as far as I can remember, they got the sequel out. Immediately. Sequel. Yeah, God's Not Dead was released in... Boo, 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 go down. Um, March 2014. Yes. Oh, wait, no. They, they're planning a sequel. I could have sworn we had the sequel already, and it like came out within a month. Are you thinking of one. another movie with God in the title? Probably. Um, oh, where's my list gone? Uh, what do we not see? Transcendence? Johnny Ooh. Depp's... I heard Sinking. so many bad things about that, and considering they had Johnny Depp and Paul Bettany and still screwed up, there didn't bother. Heaven is real. Heaven is for real. Oh presumed, my god, I'm so glad I didn't see that movie. I, I presume that I, was I've the, heard what that fil- film is about. Christian drama. Well, it's not even that. You know what it is? It's it's the story of a kid who something like some bullshit, like he died on the operating table, and then when he when he came around, he told everybody what heaven looked like, and they have made so much money off that child. It's unreal. Because God is money! Money! Fucking um, Christians. Anyway, Train with Dragon 2? Haven't seen the first one, so... The Fault in Ever Stars. I know why you didn't see it, because you have a burning hatred of Shalene Woodley. <laughs> or as... Uh, or, or as... Um, Autocorrect as have you believe, Sellotape Woodlouse, which is, <laughs> which is so funny. Okay. Foxcatcher, which came out in March over in America. I think it still hasn't come out yet over here. Not yet over here, It's no. Steve Carell's serious wrestling movie. Yeah, it's, not, probably it's a, not out just yet. It's like Birdman. it's unrelentingly grim. And like, cause it, I know what the story is because Kurt Angle was in the camp that the story happened at. So yeah. I kind of know. Um, blended? Nope. And Sandler, no. Uh, you saw Maleficent. Apparently that Blend is the worst movie ever. Apparently really bad. And stuff. Jersey Boys... I'm planning on seeing it. Genuinely, I am. I, I like I like the Jersey Boys musical. So, do you know who directed that? Clint fucking oh, yeah, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood directed, didn't he? What? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, Mrs. Brown's Boys, the movie. 
as someone who enjoys that TV show as a heavy, heavy, heavy guilty pleasure. Yeah. Not bothering with that shit. No. Tammy? Apparently that was god awful. Didn't bother, don't even know what it is. Um, Tammy, it was a, it was a, oh, what's her name? Um, she was in, uh, with Sandra Bullock in the, in the Oh, movie. her, um, was oh, Melissa McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy, yeah. Yeah. Sex tape? Nope, didn't bother. The Purge Anarchy. I wanted to bother because it's basically... The, no, no, I have seen bits of this. I tell a lie. I have seen bits of the Purge Anarchy because this is why I wanted to push for... Um, for, for what's his face? Because it's basically... It's Crossbones, but he's doing his best Punisher. And I would have loved to have seen him as the Punisher. I thought even Hawk was in the... Is in the original. I was in the original. Oh, right, right. This is This is basically... The Purge Anarchy is the movie, the movie they should have made first and then made the original Purge. Because the Purge Anarchy shows what happens when you're out in the Purge, not when you're just trapped in your home. Whereas, basically, everyone said The Purge was a great movie, a great concept, apart from the fact the movie was very boring. Right. So they made The Purge Anarchy. They said, okay, we're giving you what you want, and no fucker saw it. Sweet. So, basically, they've killed that franchise. Pokemon the movie, Deancey and the Cocoon of Destruction. That's not even out Who the it, hell's Deancey? Oh, it's a legendary from the X and Y games. Which you haven't played, so... I you haven't played X and Y. Have you? Yeah. You got a 3DS? I, I, I stole somebody's... You tip. Oh, I know it's on Dancy. She's the rock fairy. Yes. <laughs> Aren't we men? Uh, <laughs> what? Lucy? I wanted to watch Lucy. I just I never wanted got to. I, to watch. I heard the premise. I was like, I'd watch that, but I never saw it. The Expendables 3. Seen it. Have actually seen it. Yes, I've seen it. And? Genuinely not that bad. It's It's not good. It's still not good, but Aye. it's... Antonio Banderas is fantastic in it, I'll tell you that much. Antonio Banderas is in it? Yes. Ooh. And he's very good in it. He's very... He, he can't, Isn't he, Wesley Snipes in it? Yes. He's terrible in it. He's Mr. T in it? No. And come back when you've got tea. Yeah. Right, I was going to say... This Bring is, me some tea. Okay, this is my problem. Okay, two things I want to say about um, Expendables things. 3. Yeah. One, all the new people apart from the woman suck. And, and The woman doesn't suck. The woman doesn't suck. Gina She's actually, Carano. Yeah, this she is should have, I think it's Gina Carano. Double check. This is why sure she should have been. No, it's Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah, yeah. Ronda, Ronda Rousey's really good. At it. The and other one. The other thing is they're doing a sequel, and apparently they're doing the female-led one. Fucking get Sigourney Weaver. Get Sigourney Weaver in that movie and save the Expendables franchise. No, go get Gina Carano and have her and Ronda Rousey have a fight. And then An get Sigourney Weaver to movie. go. What the fuck are you doing? Have this Sigourney is Weaver referee. Yes, and then get Sigourney Weaver to have one of them in trouble. And have her go get away from her, you bitch! I'm so like happy all of that these happens. ideas. Um, Into the Storm, aka Twister 2014. What the fuck? No. Uh, Paddington, that's apparently fantastic. We haven't I've seen. heard really, really good things about Paddington. Every review like, I've read is so glowing, and I don't understand why. Maybe, maybe he's actually that good. Maybe he's really good, we don't know. I wouldn't think he was that good, naturally. Freaking, what's his name? Q from oh, uh, Ben Whishaw. Yeah, Ben Whishaw. Um, Sin City, a dame for a kill. To, a dame to kill for, you mean? Did I read that wrong? A dame to kill for, yes. I did. Yes. What did I, 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 I like. A dame, I was thinking of a view to a kill. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> a dame on. to a kill. No, uh, I, I like Sin City, but I haven't seen the new one, okay. so I can't pass judgment. The Box Trolls. No, nope. Nightcrawler, which apparently was fantastic. Well, it's it certainly looks like a movie I would enjoy, uh, but haven't seen it yet. The Maze Runner. Nope, haven't bothered. It looks like a knockoff. Um, a fucking Hunger Games, so no. Tusk. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Movie. Haven't seen it because apparently it's shit. Apparently, you just which I can believe. Movies and he's like, I'm leaving this. Um, it's like he went, Clerks, Mora. Oh fuck, I fucked it up. No. The Imitation Game. 
I want to say because that's the Stephen Hawking. No, that's not no, the Stephen uh, Hawking movie. That's uh, the, the Alan Turing. The theory of everything is the Stephen. Yeah, this is the Alan Turing movie with Bender Cumberbatch. <laughs> Again, a movie I should be interested in, but Gone, haven't got around to see. Gone Girl. Haven't fully got round to seeing. Will eventually see it because it looks amazingly good. Mm-hmm. I think that's everything. The Judge. The fuck is that? It was uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s movie. Ah, okay, whatever. No. Uh, Fury. I did want to watch Fury. I want to watch Fury too. Apparently just... Brad now, Pitt thanks and... to the Sony hack, I can go watch it in HD for fucking oh, nothing. Oh, Shia LaBeouf's in it? Oh, oh Logan Lerman! Oh, Christ. Maybe what I don't want to... Maybe Christ? I don't want to see I thought it was Brad Pitt piloting a tank for two hours. No, it's Brad Pitt piloting a tank with Shia LaBeouf and Logan. Can't they be strapped oh. to the outside of... <laughs> <laughs> Operation Human Shield, my ass! <laughs> That's all you need. Operation uh, Get Behind. No, I won't say that. Big Hero 6, but we haven't had that yet. So. I'm so angry we haven't got oh, that this year. coming, don't worry. American Sniper looks cool. To be fair, I haven't seen that. But you can tell uh, which animated movie is going to be on our best of on 2015. Thank you, Marvel, for releasing Big Hero 6 next year. So we've got something to talk that about. That is something I do want to do at the end. I want to predict our top five for next year. Okay, let's do that. And see who's going to win. It shall be me. Praise God. Nativity free. Dude, where's my donkey? Well, with that title, you know not to look at it. No. So, you know. I am probably going to watch Hunger Games. That's ready. implying that the first two nativities were good, which they weren't. No. Uh, Horrible Bosses 2. Horrible Bosses 1 was okay. It's got Christoph Waltz and I'm still not interested. No. I don't know how that's happened. The Penguins of Madagascar. Why? I really want to Why is Benedict Cumberbatch in that? I mean, come on. The Penguins are the only good bit of the Madagascar movies. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. I, no, I, I, have, I yeah, don't okay, even hide my love. The yeah, Hobbit, then. the Battle of the Five Armies. Still need to watch the other six what? hours of Hobbit movies, so you know. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much it now. I don't think there's anything... Nope, that's all do. Okay then, let's do our top fives. Now that we've um, covered everything we didn't watch, I've got mine loaded up. So you're number five. My number five. I'll be honest, I did change this at the last second. Yeah, of course you did. Uh, just mainly to spite you, because it uh, my... my uh, last um, number five was X-Men it's now Wolf of Wall Street have you bumped X-Men out of your top five movies of the year fuck you oh my Christ we're gonna have a fight yep <laughs> okay Wolf of Wall Street Wolf of Wall Street mainly because okay it's it's a crime that Leo didn't win his Oscar for this movie mm-hmm. it's genuinely fantastic I've gushed about this earlier on in the episode but start to finish doesn't stop being entertaining runs a little bit long will say that does run a little bit long but genuinely entertaining, genuinely funny, has a Matthew McConaughey performance I can stand, yeah. makes Jonah Hill one of the best actors around right now somehow, don't know how you did that, that's incredible, introduced the world to Margot Robbie, who our new Harley Quinn, and you could not have cast her better, Jesus Christ, she's good looking as well, um, oh, damn. and uh, the, the, the supporting cast are great oh, in this movie, also that movie gave rise to Sugar Face of Wall Street, one of my favourite viral videos of the year, Sugar Face, we'll watch it later, no no no, the um, System of a Day in Wolf of Wall Street, that there. one's pretty good, yeah yeah, that one, and someone who hates System of a Day with my whole soul, I <coughs> gave that one a pass, um, okay, good bullet points, good choice, uh, I went with the Lego movie for my number five. We are going to um, disagree. I said it was eccentric, funny, pretty much throughout. There was a few down points where they had to do the heart and soul and stuff. But the heart and soul stuff was perfectly fine. You had oh, the best cameo of the year when the Falcon flies yes. in. Yes. And you were like, yes. Um, actually voiced by Billy D. Williams. Yes. And actually voiced by Anthony Daniels as well. Screw Anthony Daniels. Well, whatever, but he's... He's a prick. Is he original, but, though? So, yeah, yeah, he's... Um, so that was totally awesome. Um, easily the best family movie of the year. Your yeah. number four, Michael. My number four, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. 
Mm-hmm. We've again we've we've already gushed about this. Genuinely, one of the most engaging plots. With so even if you cut out the dialogue, it's so so brilliant. The CGI work and the motion capture work, some of the best we've ever ever seen. I mean, from the beginning, we knew Andy Serkis was a god when it came to this sort of stuff. But it's just so so good. Again, it does have its standpoints in the fact that the humans are a bit shit. But literally, don't no need to worry about that in the next one because there might not even be any humans. It might just be all apes. It'd be brilliant. So looking forward to that. It built on one of the best movies of the past couple of years and made it better. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do that. Literally, the only film that has done that that I can think of is I really enjoyed the first Captain America and the second Captain America is fucking amazing. Yep. So, you know, it did that. And it did that with, you know, it managed to crowbar in a monkey, dual-wielding machine guns on the back of a horse and not feel stupid. Your move, Transformers. Darren. Yes. I have the exact same movie in number four, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> um, this is the problem I thought we were going to incur. Um, yeah, I will just say the humans... I get the feeling our number three is going to be the exact same oh. one as well. Oh, no. The humans, disposable. Um, that was kind of the point of them. They were there to... That, that was preferable. They were there to... The movie was there to serve the apes because they had the far more interesting characters. Very well acted. Very well screen captured. CGI was awesome. Action's awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. Had probably the unintentional... I don't know if it was an intentional or unintentional funny bit. When he's explaining how the dam works and he turns to the apes and they're just all blank-facing them. Yeah, I, I did enjoy I that. I did laugh at that. But I don't know if that was meant to be as intentionally as funny as it was or not. Um, you, you say we're going to have the same movie at number three. Yeah. I can absolutely personally guarantee that won't happen. Okay, fair enough. Number three. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so we don't have the same movie Guardians of the Galaxy is at number three for me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we I definitely... get it, Michael. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> okay, let's just talk about my Captain America's at number three. I've sung its praises like everything else on this list, but there are two movies that have outshone it, and obviously we've guessed one of them. Um, but oh, no, genuinely the best sequel from the Marvel franchise ever. I'm talking back to Spider-Man. It's better than Spider-Man 2. It's better than X-Men 2. I'm going that far. I genuinely think that Winter Soldier was that good. It saved a character that nobody had that much hope mm-hmm. in. Basically, after this, they could do a standalone Hawkeye movie and I'd still go and see it. If oh, it had yeah, this, if it had this t- team behind it, yeah. I have full full confidence in them. Cap, I'm, ne- I'm now most looking forward to seeing what Cap does in Age of Ultron. Because obviously now we know where the Marvel Universe goes, is that after this we're going to have Civil War. Cap is probably like the character with the most pressure and most... Um, how do I put it? He's the one that has the singular most importance in the Marvel Universe post-Ultron, which is going to be incredible to see, and I really want to see where it goes. Um, obviously, we get to see more of the supporting cast. We're getting more Sebastian Stan. We're getting more Frank Grillo, which I'm so happy about. He should have been the Punisher, though, um, which is fine because it's open for Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. The offer's on the table, Carl, mm-hmm. from me. Um, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> And it was just great. I loved it. But there are two movies that are better than it, but it's incredible. What if Punished in Civil War? Mmm. That's Ooh, tasty get meat. Carl oh. Urban, please. Okay. Um, I went with Guardians of the Galaxy for number three. Yes. I know you're going to wholeheartedly disagree with me. Oh, yeah. I did. Don't give me all these top three movies. <coughs> I adore all of them. Unrepentantly. Yeah. If you're on my old school, the old school, um, what's it called? Off Topic Production, five star count. All three would be five-star movies. They are all... There are flaws in all of them. So all of them are critical hits. Yes. All fantastic. All, all you should go and see them. The reason this is at number three yeah. is I feel... 
I kind of knew beat for beat what he was going to do. The villain was a letdown. Yeah, Not okay. accused, didn't really do all that much. Um, be surprised of the year. I didn't expect it to be funny for a kickoff, um, especially as, as funny as it was. Um, what else happened? Yeah, f- um, it seemed like it was destined to be the jumping the shark moment where we were finally going to see Marvel falter. Turns out that was Iron Man 3. Um, but yeah, I, I can't even add all that much we haven't already added. It's a, it's a great movie, but number two, Michael. Lego movie. Okay. I love it. I can't sing the praises. More than X-Men? Yes, more than X-Men. <sighs> no, Lego Movie was one of those films where, like I said, the expectations were so low, so they didn't even have to do that much, and then they excelled every single point. Stop making that face at me. I'll you, make that face as much as I want listeners, to. Listeners, you can't see this face, but it's the face of pure anger from Darren Guttridge. The Lego movie. Oh, okay. No, the Lego movie was fantastic. It's I in know. your top five. I know. It's a fantastic I know. animation. Best family movie of the past God knows how many years. I just, I t- okay, I'm, I'm going to say it. I enjoyed this more than Toy Story 3. No. I did. I enjoyed it more than Toy You're Story 3. You're about to cross the fucking line, I, did, I didn't enjoy it more than Toy Story 1, don't worry. Okay. But I enjoyed it more than Toy Story 3. And way more than Toy Story 2. That's your... Yeah, Toy Story 2. I'm with you on that one, but... Yeah. Toy Story 3, man. It had all the feels. It did have all the Don't feels. Don't forget but... about the feels. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Toy Story is better for the feels. Lego Movie was a great feature. From beat one of that movie, like when you get him storming in. Yeah. From beat I one, and it. then you get the everything is awesome. That's, and okay, that that did get a bit grating after a while. No, no. Once it finishes its like, initial sting, that something's awful. It's all rapping and stuff. I was like, By the Lonely Island of all people. Yeah. The Lonely Island that's, did that's them. Okay, I haven't heard the Lonely Island version. I've heard a different version. Like a, it must be like a karaoke plus version. Maybe. Anyway. Okay. They got a movie good. It's great. It is. What's your two? Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Cool. Oh, so you're all right. I'm all right with that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like some kind of left field choice. No. Like you go, Divergent. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> no. Very much Captain America. Equally as surprising as... Guardians of the Galaxy, but in an impactful way. Because Guardians of the Galaxy was very much a in-a-bottle movie. It happened over there. Very little to do with what we've put in Marvel. This changes the game going forward. Not only did it give us arguably the most substantial Marvel movie in terms of like actual plot happened. It weren't just like, there's a bad guy, we need to punch. This was an intellectual movie. I'm not saying this is goddamn, you know, you know, a beautiful mind or anything, but... <laughs> They didn't like... The beautiful one would have been a better movie if it finished with a punch upon a helicarrier. Yes. All the movies can be improved by that. The theory of everything. Stephen Hawking defeats the helicarrier. Stephen Hawking is Falcon. Yes! Oh, God. Uh, stop. I'm going to hell. You are. Um, yeah, not only was it intellectual for adults, it was like... I think if I was a kid... Sorry. I may not have liked this movie. Sorry. On your left. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm done. Stop. You carry on. I don't think if I was a kid, I may not have liked this movie as much because I couldn't understand. Because there's not much like really bright, colourful villain that's got to go punch in the face. That's easy to understand. There's a lot of nuances and stuff going. But for our age group, this is awesome. Oh yeah, this might even be Marvel diversifying. This isn't quite Marvel Max line yet, but this is like we can make movies for kids. We can make movies for adults. I think Guardians is much more skewed towards children. Not blatantly going for the children market, but more kid friendly. Whereas Captain America wasn't really for them. Um, oh, true, yeah. So, yeah, not only did that not do that, not only did it give us the Winter Soldier, 
exactly as badass as I hoped and prayed he oh, would be. Oh, God, yes. Green Sergeant, he beat Captain America. <laughs> this is why this movie's awesome. Captain America loses. Yeah, yeah, even the final Soldier... fight, really. Okay, he kind, kind of, of. he's kind of like, he lets it win. Yeah. Winter Soldier beats the shit out of him. And he's awesome. <laughs> it's like, yes. <laughs> this can happen. Um... You had the great car chase with Sam Jackson, which does not get enough praise it deserves. True. Not only is it awesome, it's also funny, which is hard to do. All of these things, plus it saved Shield. Agents of Shield. Oh, it did was save Shield. Pretty awful. There were two episodes before the Captain America one dropped that were good, which was like a Thor crossover episode and something else. Then the Hydra episode dropped, and it all came to light, and all of a sudden, S.H.I.E.L.D. realised its potential. And it's, it's carried into season and two. It's that, doing it very season well. two is just just going great guns right now. So, there's still a lot of good. And we're not even going to see the end of its, the fruit of its loins until Civil War, I don't think. This is stuff that's going to keep being good for, like, when's Civil War? Two years away? Oh, uh, yes. No, first... well, well, technically, it's one year away, because we're about to go into 2015. Oh, yes, it is. I feel sorry for Ant-Man. Ant-Man is so the forgotten Marvel movie right I now. I know, yeah, because it's, it's, it's in sandwished weird... in between Avengers. Yeah, I think they should have waited for Ant-Man to come out before they announced Phase 2. Yeah. Because now it's like in this weird kind of, like, uh, what's the word? Well, Ant-Man Pur- is technically still Phase 2, apparently. It's in this kind of weird purgatory of, like, it's not quite all these cool, exciting movies you're all excited about. It's not Avengers. It's kind of... It's the little man in the... <laughs> the little man. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Michael? And now, that was terrible. the number one that surprised no one, you knew it was Guardians. You knew it was Guardians. You get it, Michael. You, I like, you like, like Guardians. Guardians. There we go. We've got that out of our system. So good. So everything I thought it would be a movie. Thanks, Michael. Well summed up, done. <laughs> no, no, seriously, no I'm, I'm happy to just leave it there. Great film. Watch it if you haven't already. Okay. Groot. And I am Groot. Even more... Predictable than that. Of My course. number one movie of 2014 is Ride Along. Excellent. With Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. I knew you loved Very it. Very funny movie. I knew you loved it. Like Ice, the year of Ice Cube, if anything, you know, because he's in Ride Along, which was awesome. He was in Twenty Jump Street, which was awesome. So, yeah, Ride Along, go watch it. Let's just hold the awkward silence for a little bit. Yeah. There's only so much I can say about X Men. I felt I needed a joke to begin with. It's X Men Days, Future, Past. Friggin' awesome. It fixed everything. It just came in and said, Spanner. I was like, I'm gonna fix everything. Everything will be fixed in the next two hours. Everything will be you know, cool again. You know, you know what it was? It was it was Brian Singer getting the hammer from uh, Fix It Felix from Wreck It Rapper. Yes, going, it was. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> everything is fixed. Everything is awesome. X Men is back. But it never really went away. We had some dark times when we had to get through the Wolverine movie, and then we had to have you know the, the other kind of, Wolverine is it movie. Gonna happen? What? No, the other Wolverine was just kind of there. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it's okay. Then we they, had first. They class. could have stuck down the box better than the other Wolverine yeah. movie. It would then have we solved. had first class, and you were kind of like I liked first class. First class is good. First class is really good, but it. It wasn't like the big kick. It was like, this could be It wasn't knocking it out of the park, yeah. No, no. This was. This is... Instantly goes in as... My, one of my top three favourite superhero movies of all time. Easily. Surpasses all of the previous X-Men movies. Surpasses all but the Avengers from Marvel's current line. And sits up there just below... Ooh, do I prefer it to the Dark Knight? Oh, do you? I don't think I do. So is it number three, then? This is number three. 
because the Dark Knight's pretty fucking fantastic to be fair awesome everything I could have possibly wanted to be and more and I am counting the seconds until we get Apocalypse the seconds until we get that right in the interest of time Michael yes I think we shall leave our prediction for 2015 until we do a proper 2015 podcast which will be coming up in the coming weeks a week rather week yes uh, when we're going to look forward to the multitude of things that are coming away in 2015 good god yeah um, so many things we can't it just boggles the mind how much stuff we're probably forgetting half the really good stuff we have to come next year um, I think the, the, the more prevalent ones are we, we could probably say now but like right Star Wars obviously. is back Jurassic Park is back we got Avengers 2, 2. Ant-Man we got Ant-Man we're going to have the Fantastic Four movie oh god I know um, we're going to have what else is next year uh, oh, there's so something. There's stuff. something. There's something really like mega. Oh, um, Spectre is next year. Yep. Um, other things. I did have a quick look, but I've lost the page. So look forward to that podcast <laughs> when we're much more better prepared uh, for all the things to come next year. Um, and we ha- we thank you. Hopefully, the 2021 will be this year. Yeah, it's probably going to be a talk amongst yourselves though. Um, so this okay. is probably our last. Uh, Popscorn of 2014 mm-hmm. so thank you very much for making Popscorn weirdly enough that the, the flagship podcast for Fallon's it's Tyrant. only going to get better next year when we have more of a plan because yes. plans solve everything they do we have part of a plan Oh my god, see, <laughs> casting the line. Oh gosh. Like so, no, 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 I know, I know the line. I'm just, I'm getting over the fact that we're finishing with a Guardian's joke. <laughs> Fuck you, X Men, it's still the better movie. Shut up. <laughs> you didn't even put in your top five. What a Philistine you are. I know. My god. Right anyway, then. people, have a Merry Christmas. You have a Happy New Year. If we don't see you. And, uh,. Thanks for listening. Look forward to more next year. You can find me at G on Twitter, thegoodreadslog.co.uk on the website. On the website. On the, on the website. On the onlines. Find us at foulentertainment.blogspot.co.uk for 2014 only. That's a little bit smaller oh, drop in there. Hello. Might, might, might be shifting soon, you know. Mm, very shifting. And you can find us on Twitter at foulent. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash foulentertainment. You can find me personally at, at that Mike Owen on Twitter as well as YouTube. Thank you very much for making this a fantastic first year for Popscorn. We look forward to seeing many, 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 many more movies in 2015. Thank you very much and good night. <laughs> <laughs>